Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. James Farley is sitting down. Yeah, hi. Matt Murray is probably standing up. Uh, but it is coming home though. Yeah, and Sean is face down. I assumed you were going to do a sitting on the fence joke, but all right. That's, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I've got... I, the see is, uh, you know, after you snapped at me a couple of weeks ago, I think I'm going to be a little bit more tender <laughs> on you. I think I've got to put my kid gloves on with you because uh, okay. you can't take it. Does anyone want to be here tonight? Does nope. anyone want to be here Very, tonight? I mean, well, I'm okay. I'm okay. What, what's, what's up with the rest of you? Oh, <laughs> I mean, you were quite positive about recording tonight in the in the WhatsApp group. Yeah. Um, I was very ill towards the end of last week. I had a, a sore throat, which you can still hear. <laughs> it hasn't fully gone away. Uh, but I just felt well enough to go to Queens of Stone Age with James Farley last night, yeah. um, which was a bit of a mess. Uh, and uh, Matt went to a wedding down in Bristol. So he's obviously hung over and then had to drive back up to Leeds. So I've got a feeling that Matt's not 100%, right, Matt? <clears throat> I'm fine. I'm, <clears throat> I'm fine. Um, but yeah, no, last night was incredible. I mean, it's always fun going out with James, like genuinely not taking the piss. It's always fun, like going out with him. Um, but it just is his ways sometimes was brilliant. Like when I was in a mosh pit and he clearly didn't want to be in a mosh pit, he stood right at the edge of the mosh pit with his arms <laughs> folded, sort of just like l- glancing over at me, disappointed, but also excited to see me get knocked the fuck out at some point. <laughs> like he was just, he, he just couldn't keep his eyes off it. It was, quite it, was, it was entertaining to watch it because it's like I could see people like coming at you and I was like, should I warn him or not? And then it was just like, nah. It's, could you imagine it's that? Like it's someone, into you. David, <laughs> someone's about to push into you, mate. I'm in a mosh pit, yeah. James. Like, that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? So it's the first gig you went to in 10 years. Yeah, it's been yeah, it was, it's a really, years. really long time. What was the last one? The last one was Foo Fighters, which was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's just, I, I was living in China, wasn't I, for like ages. I'm not going to go to gigs there, am I? It's just, you know. <laughs> why not? Why, why not? Because they K-pop don't do it. They don't do the they same. They don't do gigs. It's, no, they do, but it's not the same. It's not What's the same. What's the difference? People sit down. Like, you got, like, they have, like, these ones where you, like, sit down. I mean, they, there are, like, rock See, festivals I'm all right as well. with that. I, I don't mind a sit-down gig these days. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm old. Oh, come Fuck on. It. I can't go to a gig and sit down. Yeah, you you're basically missing half the gig. Or three quarters. Basically, you might as well put a CD on at that point. But it depends, so, it depends what the gig is, doesn't it? I, mean, I, I guess, yeah. I guess. Like, they, they do, like, the whole sitting down thing. But, I mean, there are rock yeah. festivals as well. But then, like, if you, like, most Western bands or whatever don't go there like that yeah. much because they're not allowed. Like, yeah. you basically, they have to agree that they're not going to say anything. And they're, like, really concerned that, like, they're going to go up there and Pretty start shouting free to bet and stuff like that. And so they just don't, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> and, James, yeah. so what was it like going with me? Because I gave you a few warnings about what I'm like at a gig. You, you were actually more subdued than I was expecting. It was, really? It, yeah, yeah. It because was, it I was, literally danced for the fo- like from the moment they come on stage to the moment they I left. Know, I, like, know. I was but, dancing nonstop. Yeah, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like, I, I really thought you were going to be like proper. I thought you were basically going to be like Mosh Pit Dave for the entire thing. But no, there was only a couple. Yeah, no, it was, I was up for it. I'm getting old now. It Can't was quite it funny when you started like you started drumming on my back though, and <laughs> then there was and someone turned around and weird. said, "Does he know you?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that was all right. But no, it was it was fucking brilliant though, wasn't it? I my mean, it favorite was... thing, Sean. My yeah. favorite thing the whole evening yeah. was James saying, I, "I don't dance. I don't. You know, I'll sit. I'll stand. I will watch the music. I'll enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not going to dance. 
literally about halfway through i saw him moving like proper his <laughs> hips were swaying his arms were going do you know what i mean i thought yes james and then he saw me watching and he stopped that, i mean how could you not be affected by that it was it was no, incredible no, it was especially the drumming the drumming was sensational <laughs> yeah but, you yeah. kept turning around to me and go that drummer i know mate he's a good drummer <laughs> and then he did it he did a drum solo and i thought yeah. james had shit himself yeah because <laughs> yeah, like james are you a fan or is this just like you just went because you thought I, it was laugh. I mean, yeah. I it, they're one of those bands where I liked them because I've heard some of the stuff that you know, yeah, like some of the stuff. But then yeah, like but then more recently, I've tried to sort of listen to more of it. And yeah, I, I am a fan. I, I like them yeah, a lot yeah. now. It's yeah. like came home straight away. And I added all like their albums to my you know my library and all that kind of thing. I'm going to be going uh-huh. through them. But yeah, it was it was of all time. Um, I one thing I did notice though, like, and this isn't this isn't directed at James, but because um, sure I, <laughs> I, I don't go out much anymore, I don't go out much anymore, um, and it just really hit home when we went in in that pub before the uh, before the uh, gig, and it, uh, when I was growing up and like first started going to pubs and stuff, it was so easy to all around. It was like, oh, can I have three Stellas and a Foster's a pint of Guinness? I was like, like, it was just so straightforward. And these days, you literally you go up and you look at the pumps and you think. Fuck it, now what is this? <laughs> and then you take the rounds, and you, then you're up there going, "I love one pint of the large man's toe. Um, I love a, a hob, a hobbling nose." Like, it's just like, what the fuck is going on? It's just like, why can't we just have normal beers? Like, it's just a fucking wreck at See, the moment. It sounds like he's exaggerating, but it's not because I ordered. I said, "Look, can I? I want an neck oil." And he went up there and asked for snake oil, which was. <laughs> the guy By was the like, "You I've what?" Got- from the table to the bar, I'd completely forgotten. Yeah, but that's what annoyed me, right? I went up there and I ordered it and I said, oh, I'll have a snake oil, right? Yeah. Which was a stupid thing to do. But then he went, what, mate? What? You want a what? <laughs> I want a, a snake oil, is it? What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And I went, what? Oh, that one, the neck oil? Oh, right, neck oil, yeah. Well, what do you think I was talking about, dickhead? Like, no, don't was, take the was... piss out of me for it. You should have just said like whatever, just that whatever a hipster one. You know, it's like one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Matt Murray beer. Yeah. Like, that's what. It's good though. Matt, you love all that shit, don't you? It tastes great. Yeah, it was better the than longer, like a standard Foster's. That, that's for the sure. Longer the, the longer the name, the better for Matt Murray. More bizarre <laughs> reference. Um, right, should we get into it? Should we do feedback <clears throat> this week? Yeah, well, I think we shall. Um, all right, uh, you all right? Sh- What's up with you? Nothing. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. I, it's a sh- short and sweet feedback uh, this week, but we'll get into it. So last week we had our sort of post E3, we had our um, uh, E3 predictions and, and my thoughts on E3, and there was the uh, the bit where we had to work out who gets the most points from predictions. Uh, Farley said there would be Halo 6, and we didn't give him a point because it wasn't Halo 6, it was Halo Infinite. Um, SMW uh, tweeted us saying, to be fair, Farley, 343 Interactive have said for Halo Infinite is Halo 6. They just wanted to drop the numbers. But we, okay. I think we've got, we've got to be specific. So Yeah, it doesn't yeah. change anything, does it? it I, I mean, it's, uh... part, of the, part of the fun about doing the predictions is arguing whether it's uh, too specific or not specific enough. And if James had come out and said, new Halo, open with the new Halo, we would have taken that, I think. We would have, yeah, we yeah, would have accepted yeah. that. Yeah. Instead, he went, Open with the new Halo Six with uh, with a thirteen-minute trailer. It, like yep. you just went way too specific with it. It's uh, lesson learned, James. Lesson learned. It is lesson learned, and I mean, obviously, this is a bit annoying, but it's fine. 
It's, uh, yeah, you I, think I can be accept right. that. Yeah. And yeah. also, also, he still would have only finished second anyway because he's two <laughs> points behind me. So it means fuck all in the end of the day, doesn't it, James? Yeah, yeah that doesn't matter. Um, Ballistic, uh, which I think last time I called him Ballstick, but I think it's favourite. <laughs> ben- ballistic. Anyway, uh, can I once again ask everyone at the Computer Game Pod uh, to tell Matt Murray to slow the fuck down? Overexcited, indecisive noise. I mean, it's been the same since I was very young, um, Ballistic. I mean, I've just always talked fast. It's well, really hard to time, understand. It? Most I mean, of the it's time. never re- like it's never really bothered me. You can understand what you're saying. Sometimes you get excited, and I'd, I'd rather you be excited than have two people that are like, mm, yeah. I mean, I, so I've always talked fast. I mean, basically, like my um and my parents talk really fast. Like my Jill can it's, even now after like ten years of knowing them, be- can barely understand the word uh, that my mum really? says because she she talks even faster than me because she's obviously <laughs> still down south. So she talks really fast, and there's loads of swear words, and yeah, and obviously it's like extreme like South London accent, so she can't hear a, a thing. Um, but I've always talked fast, and. You know, I mostly talk fast when I'm having to do the what you've been playing section where I get nervous because I'm adding very little in terms of content and I'm, I'm like, feel like I'm being rushed. So, yeah, I'll try and slow down, but I don't know. I, I'll try. Sorry, were you blaming oh. us then? No, no. You're you taking this criticism and blaming us. Oh, okay. Very much blaming um, myself. Yeah, what can I say? I'll try and be better. Did you struggle with the way I talk then? Because I'm, I've got a southern accent, haven't I? No, well, I mean, I, mean, I don't. No, I, mean, I, I do definitely talk fast. It's probably, I, you know, I guess it's like nerves and stuff. So I talk quickly and trying to get the, my bit over and done with. Who knows? I'll try and be better for you. Though. Um, Phil, uh, you're fine. Gildir. Don't worry about it. Oh, I it's totally, his seriously, it's totally fine. I didn't. This is like you've often talked about, and it's like I've never noticed. It, it's, yeah, yeah, it's no, totally I'm fine. I try not yeah. to worry too much about this stuff, just because. I don't, I don't know if we've ever had any feedback about this, but when I used to do Midnight Resistance, we used to get people saying like, "Oh, you all sound the same." Bearing in mind there was like four of us from completely different parts of the country <laughs> and so I, I don't know i think people just struggle to like tune into people's voices at first especially when it's just four yeah blokes. at first definitely but, but I, I feel like i've had podcasts where i've started listening to a new one and at the start i'm like oh, who the hell is who but after like two episodes you already yeah. can already understand the differences yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah i'll try and slow down uh phil gildier i think that's how you pronounce it it appears no one picked up on dave allowing some level of prejudgment on cage's next game based on his past work now, I know you defended yourself in a Discord, Ugh. Dave, but... Um, yeah, because again, You basically it was, said last uh, week that you're not going to play K- that, Cage's next game, are you? No, I said that I'm going to be less interested in Cage's game, next game because that's two on a trot that I thought was stinkers, right? And when someone mentioned that in the Discord, I said, that, again, this is down to the, the original point again. Yes, you could turn around and say, I don't like his games. I don't think I'm going to play his games. But when it comes to specific subject matter, I would much personally rather go into it, judging it in context, text, rather than saying, well, he's going to fuck that up. Like, that's that's what I would prefer to do. Do you know what? Do what you want. I don't care anymore. It's the <laughs> shittest argument ever. It went on for way too long. All right. So, so why are you going to play his next game or not? I don't know. I don't know. I'll, let's see. Let's see the trailer. Let's, Let's see, see the trailer, trailer in Detroit. I've got Detroit for sale. I've got Detroit for sale. If anyone's interested, because uh, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I feel glowing reviews over the last few weeks. I'm sure people will be desperate to snap about it. Yeah, I just um, like I just don't want to hear about it ever again. As long as I live, <laughs> I've not even played it. I just man. Just what well, a lot, it's, not a lot. Been, it's not been all over the place. I it's feel like quite... it has. Maybe it's just because I know really? you lot. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. 
Um, Di, uh, the, the artist formerly known as Transters. A few weeks back, I had the impression that James found Detroit to be just mediocre. Uh, after completion, he said it was mediocre. But last week, he slated it to be an awful game. Which is it, James? Okay, this is quite simple. As a game, it is mediocre. But as a storytelling experience, it's awful. <laughs> but overall, it's okay. mediocre. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was guided as well because when I was listening back to last week's episode, I had such a good point that I didn't make on the podcast. When James was going, when I go back and play this game, it's the it, it's good to play. When I go back and play this game, it's good to play because it's a good game. And I just thought, go back and play Goldeneye. Would you say that's <laughs> say a bad that, game? Yeah, go but you can say that about it. anything. That's that's not that's not a good response at all. Well, no, because you were making the point. The point you were making. Uh, Okay, I'm not even going to argue that. I'll let the <laughs> listeners just listen to how ridiculous that is. You make a point and then go back on it. Okay, go on. No, no. This, okay, let's think about this, Dave. You just... Okay, I said that there are other games that came out before which still play very well. Fahrenheit doesn't. And then you just said, yeah, but there's ones that don't play very well. And it's like, yeah, I know, like Fahrenheit. No, what I'm saying is that, that you can't... Because you were saying, it's a terrible game. It was always a terrible game. And I'm saying, no, back then, it was all say, right. I didn't you say said, always well, it was well, a I could go game. back about, oh, Okay, whatever. Okay, yep, go on. Let's not get into it. Because <laughs> we're both this. He's tired, tired and, and grumpy. He can't do it. <laughs> no, you know what it is? <laughs> yeah, that's rope, part James. of it. There's, there's two ways this could go, right? Either I'm way too tired and I can't be bothered to argue with you today, James. Or, because we're both tired and grumpy... This will be the last episode of the computer game show. <laughs> like, like we'd take it way too far, even for us. You know, okay, let's just, like, okay, let's just move on. Let's just move on. Go on. You'd hear the noises of Discord people logging out and shit. You know what I mean? Like, get that bad. So I'm saving everyone. Exciting. That. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited about that that prospect. So we should, we should push it. Well, just let's move not on, move because on. I had to apologise a couple of weeks ago, Matt, because I took it for, oh, too far. I'm not going to oh, yeah, do it again. Yeah. A few weeks later. Um, so, uh, uh, last week I, I talked about the fact I was playing the Banner Saga on Switch. Uh, Barry James, great recommendation by Matt for the Banner Saga. Loving it. Uh, perfect for Switch, which I use exclusively as a handheld. I want to talk about turn-based games, however. You forgot to mention the Peerless Valkyria Chronicles, a true gem of the genre. Um, also, Chris Key uh, also tweeted saying, just listened to last week's computer game show, and if you're still in the mood for a great turn-based strategy game, have you tried Valkyria Chronicles by Sega? It originally came out on PS3, is on PS4 and Steam, and is coming to Switch along with the new one, number four, in September. Now, I've heard of the game, but I've never played it. Wasn't it's, it? It's I'm very good. biggest fan. I What's I, going on? Look, I well, I've heard Matt, this game Matt is Sega's biggest fan that's never played Streets of Rage. But we're going to. Sega's biggest fan that doesn't play Sega games. Like <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a post Sega fan. He's played Sega Rally before. It's that's uh, a great know. game. Yeah, he played <laughs> Sega Rally once in an arcade, and, and then Scott he made Rafe. his life. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, which of you have played Grailkiro Chronicles? And should it be right up my street? Uh, I have. Yeah, it's on, well good. Wasn't it on PlayStation Plus? Like a while ago, there was, was I'm it? sure something like that was. I yeah. don't think so. I mean, it's usually like three quid in your Steam sales. Um, but You'd I mean, probably own a copy if it was on PlayStation Plus, Matt. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I mean, I, on the website. I just download them every single month and not even check. So I might, yeah. you might even have it. Um, I mean, waiting for that Switch version would probably be good anyway, unless you have already got it for free. Obviously, yeah, I'll check. Um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about a, bit, a little bit more about Balance Saga later, but yeah, I'm still absolutely loving it. And uh, okay, so but it's, it's good to know there's some more decent stuff out there. I mean, this whole this this genre sort of passed me by, so it's exciting to know that there's actually shitloads out there that I just mm. missed, um, frankly. 
Um, and and that's that's it for feedback. I mean, we've we've had a lot of feedback about, about a Kickstarter, about other things here and there, but that's pretty much it. If you want to leave us uh, some feedback or question or whatever you've got, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter, or you can email thecomputergameshow at gmail dot com. Speaking of our Kickstarter, how long have they got now? If you're listening on Wednesday, how long have you got? So I think it's about two days. Um, so basically, I, I planned it so this thing's meant to end on Friday, and for some administration where it's actually going to end on Saturday. So it's getting this Saturday at twelve pm. <laughs> I think by the time you listen to this on Wednesday, it'll be two technically two days and like twenty three hours, whatever. It there's not long left. We're you know, and we we are amazingly over the moon with all the pledges and backs we've had so far. But you know, if you if you haven't already, you've got two and a bit of days to get these t shirts and polo shirts. Uh, search us on Kickstarter, or there's a pin tweet at the top of our Twitter account, or just check any of our tweets for the last you know month, uh, and you, I know that you'll see a tweet about it. But um, yeah, two or three two or three days left. Get your get your pledge in now. Matt. Yeah, seriously, get them in because the cutoff point. That's it. We ain't selling no more. Matt, what? are you gonna James. do? Are you gonna do like a streaming event for like the for the closing of the Kickstarter? <laughs> yeah, the no. yeah. that'd be good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's just wearing idea, no. everyone's t-shirt. Yeah, with it all like you <laughs> know, with like, account, with like a countdown clock, you know, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. You could do it like QVC, you know, like doing like that. Would sell it. Price drop TV. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I love no, that no, shit. Don't. Uh, no, I can't. And, and don't give me those ideas because you know that's what I'll do. But no, I, no I'm, <laughs> well, there we just go. Just to clarify, Price I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. It's a Saturday, so I'm probably busy. <laughs> okay, right, cool. News? Okay, uh, it's been a bad week, um, which just... <laughs> <laughs> Great. Again, if, if BBC One started with that, a bad week in terms of not much content um and you see the thing is there was one news story which i dropped because it's really boring but then like sean came up with a with a really good one which was the about google wanting to get into gaming but yeah. you've, you've messed up my order here sean because i said yeah put it in the thing but you've like put it right at the top so yeah, you've mate. like broken the flow of my news well you don't have but... to read it first you can i know but it's just <laughs> oh no it's just weird anyway so we, we will start with that though so apparently okay. um google <laughs> <laughs> so is this story, James? Is this story so good it has to be pushed to the top? It, well, apparently so. Yeah. I mean, well, to be honest, compared with the other ones, compared with the other news stories, I mean, I did drop the ball on this. I mean, Sean did a, do a good job with this because this did. was the only thing that happened this week that I think is of any sort of real interest. Right. Okay. So, Google want to get into the console market. Um, we've known this for a while. Why is this back in the news? What's happened? Okay. So there's been yeah, more. I, that's definitely a question I've got. Yeah. I was just about to answer before you butted in there, Matt. I, why did you do that? It's added well, okay. I'll, I'll just play this. So, so you, d- d- just just listen to this for a second. <laughs> they're, they're, they're making some some bad choices. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, the last bit of news is something that Matt wanted me to put in. All right, James, I've noticed this. Right? The last two weeks, you're like, oh, something that Matt, Matt dropped in, and then if it, if, it blo- if it actually sucks, you're like, well, I, I, why do you even mention it, Matt? But you're not it's adding rubbish, to the story. I mean, this story is, is okay, I'll read. I, do you want to tell them what it is, or do you want me to? No, no, you no, can no, go on. No, this is the one that's it. not from Eurogamer, James. I wondered how that No, it's this, this one's from. This one, <laughs> yeah, this one's weird from another weird news, John. I went to a different website, it was newgameorpolygon.com. Nothing's changed. Is um is this is from, and uh, so this is as I said this is another one that Matt wanted, and it's another <laughs> sad. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got to make it clear what's happened there. Basically, it's called the Google Yeti, and it's another stab at OnLive or PS Now, but this time by Google. And the rumor, according to this article, I mean I've got more. Um, okay, but, so <laughs> carry on. Actually, what you've done there, Matt, 
is you've made it it made me realise that we don't even need to talk about this because literally nothing really has but happened. I thought since you just then. said it was a really good story. So what's changed? Well, well hang it's, on, because apparently the new rumours that, it, that it's a three pronged approach. It's a three pronged so, yeah. approach. So there's but, the Yeti okay. thing, but then there also is going to be like some actual hardware, apparently. But also. When you say, how come this is now a good story, compared with the other news stories there are this week, Matt, it is a good story. But compared no, with no, last I just, time... I just thought it was interesting, you know, it's... Uh, okay, so, so, so let, let's hear the concrete information that's different to the one I posted in well, February. Well, again, it's not, it's not concrete information, because there's nothing oh, okay. confirmed, apart from the fact that they are working on something called Yeti, as you heard in yeah, that okay, clip. So, yeah, okay, but also, that. since then, at GDC, um, they've been talking with developers about working for this... Uh, you know, working with this streaming service. But apparently, as Sean said, there are now it's a three pronged approach they want to take. Some sort of streaming platform, okay, some yeah, sort of hardware, and yep. an attempt to bring game developers under the Google umbrella, um, either by acquisitions or recruitment. None of that was in your last story, Matt. So that has I mean, been a most bit of that um, was, I, I'm just gonna play uh, this, so <laughs> on, there we go. Um yeah, so okay, whatever. So so the news story there was Google might do some streaming thing. Yeah, I just yeah. thought it. I just thought it was interesting. I thought it was worth mentioning or not mentioning. I just, you know, whatever. James, yeah. can you can you um get a little bit more backbone and just when Max goes, oh, can you put this? It go no, like just flat out because I agree with your assessment there, but you should have had the backbone to go no, we're not. Okay, let's carry on with the story. Sorry. Well, well, no, okay, okay, so you see why? Why do you interrupt me then? Because that's there's nothing there that you that's like you know compared with what we're, what I was just talking about. You're just trying to make. I mean, you're just I, trying to have a home this point. February. It seems pretty similar, but it's cool. I, I mean, I thought it was interesting in February, but let's crack on again now. Well, as, so as I different? said, it wasn't interesting in February because there was other more interesting news. Now this week, dreadful. There's nothing like happened this week, <laughs> so that's why it's been a slow news cycle. So that's why this ended up in here. Okay, cool. So, so which which is um, so what's been confirmed in this news story? Uh, well, the fact that they are working on this thing called the Yeti, which is the streaming service. Uh, that, is that confirmed or is that just uh, reports? It's it's reports. Okay, so it's not right, okay, no, confirmed. I'm, I'm going to step in now, right, because I love arguments. I love being involved with them, but I'm not involved with this, so I'm sitting back a little bit. Matt, what you need to do now is stop beating around the bush and make your fucking point, because you played two clips and you've asked several questions. Make your point now and let's I see how James responds. I just interesting that, because no, Sean... you didn't say it was interesting. Well, to Sean, flat out confront him. What? Flat out confront the man. Go on. I mean, I mean, I love Sean, um, and you know, but because Sean added it, it suddenly it's different. But if Matt added a story in February, which from what I gather, I've read both pieces, the one I posted in February and the one today, it's, it's a lot of reports still. We knew about Yeti before, we knew about potentially some hardware, um, but because Sean posted it, suddenly it's like, oh yeah, top of the list, it's a great story. Um, and the thing <laughs> I got a bit of before, like, it's just rumour, and it's boring, and we've heard it a million times, so... You know, but I'm, again, I'm interested to hear what's been confirmed since. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah, again, you're doing it, you're softening the blow, going for it, right? So basically, James is saying, look, James, Matt's saying, you don't listen to him when he wants to talk about a story, but now Sean is here and he's recommended it. Suddenly you're interested. What's your Suddenly response to that? to the top of the list. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, didn't, it didn't shoot to the top of the list. Sean put it on the top That's of the list. Oh, which is interesting. A bit yeah. different. I did say get rid if you're not fussed. I don't know, but you wouldn't do that, Sean, because you you posted it, and uh, it's a great story. (laughs) Okay, so as as I've already explained, as as I've already explained, very slow news week, there's not much there. Yeah, but also, no, 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 okay, also, the other thing about this is that Sean... I trust what Sean will say with this, you know, Ooh, with, with the news. That's it, isn't <laughs> no, no, it? Because that's it, okay, Sean. Now you're saying, what you're, say about it. You're, no, because you're saying here, right, that, you know, 
this is this you're making out this is like a one off but you for the, like many many weeks you kept on trying to shove crap stories into the news like you put tons of them in there that I either had to struggle with or just bin completely so by the time it got to this point you're like oh you know your trustworthiness had gone down Matt like, that's I was all putting I got in to say. stories which I thought was interesting, and therefore a portion of the audience may also thought think it was interesting. But anyway, a very small I don't, proportion I don't of care about audience. that. I just want to hear about his confirmed things about the new Google console. Go, James. <laughs> I didn't say there was anything confirmed. When oh, well, did no, I, I just said was confirmed? what's confirmed? You say it's been confirmed, and I said what's been confirmed. You say actually it is reports. Yeah, so, the report. Well, there's, I can confirm to you there's been reports. And now what we do? And now what we do? Story. I'm excited about it. And now what we do is end the argument. Before it's fully completed, so there's an undercurrent of bitterness between the two. <laughs> of you. Dave, we've got that. The listeners this have is got how that. we do the show, all right? Go on, James. Should we move James. on to the next story? Well, no, because this story, is yeah. it, well, it's, it is a non-story anyway. I mean, it doesn't really oh, matter, but it's sh- um, but we can. Sure, I mean okay the others. The, I mean, shall I bin all the other stories as well because they're all equally <laughs> not very interesting. Well, it depends if anything's been confirmed in those stories or not. I don't know. Well, this, I mean, yeah, all of these things, everything's been confirmed. Why are you so obsessed with things being confirmed, Matt? I mean, you've posted because a lot of, sort of spurious February, rubbish like, before. This is all just rumours and bollocks anyway. Yeah, because that's most of the stuff that you've, you've tried to slide into the news has been that. Has been that. So, you know. I mean, Hello, Matt, and like, welcome um, to the computer game show. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it's an interesting story, but I want to hear your view, James. Well, this, I was going to say, like, if you think it's still interesting, why are we even having this argument? It feels a bit like you're cutting off your nose to spite your face, Matt. No, it's just because every time I post a story, it's bollocks. But suddenly, because it's back in, it's like top okay. of the news. I know it's been a slow, slow news week. James, we've had that. Okay, should we move on? I mean, I think. Yeah, but well, he's also confirmed that he likes Sean better than you. I mean, we, so, we knew it anyway. That's fine. Pretty much what he said. Sean, I do trust is this Sean how more. you feel every yeah. week? Uh, yeah, like, pretty much. Just kind of like, oh, all right, let's move on, eh? <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> it's weird sitting in this seat. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. No, okay, but, but uh, okay, come on, James. Just come because let's get, have some details. I want to actually hear what's happened. About what? About this news story. He's just said that there's no details. So let's all calm down. Let's let's go with the next story. All right? Can I'll we agree on about this in a few weeks' time? <laughs> okay. Well, it depends who recommends the story, Matt. Yeah, it would be go me. <laughs> God. Amy Hennig has left EA. That was the. Oh, no. uh, that's the. Okay, guys, I'm going to play something. I know. I'm going to play something. No, I'm joking. <laughs> God. Well, so Amy Hennig was. She worked on. She was. Well, she joined Visceral in 2014, and the point was that they were supposed to be working on a Star Wars game, and there was this idea that it was going to be like an Uncharted style, like Star Wars game, but then. Back, you know, then EA sort of weren't happy with what was going on with it, and then ordered that there were going to be significant changes made to it. And she left in January this year, but then now, now it's come out that she's left. Um, yeah, people didn't seem to know before that. But uh, Visceral was shut down in October in 2017. Yeah, so she went in 2014 and basically worked on nothing. She left, she left from from Naughty Dog, and then yeah, it's like five years. She must be devastated that whatever yeah. she's tried to work on has been cancelled. Now it's just five years of nothing. Seemingly, I'm just, yeah. I'm just well, fascinated be, then... by like how often EA seemed to keep fucking up Star Wars. Like, yeah, it is amazing. <laughs> it's absolutely it did staggering. Seem like when they bought that license, it did seem like right. This is the easiest license to deal yeah. with ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. You've got the crazy fans yeah. that you don't want to upset. And yeah. obviously, that's a huge amount of pressure. But, I mean, the games should write themselves. I mean, yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm taking the piss a little bit. Like, obviously, you know, it's hard work to put a game together. But they really fucked this license up, didn't they? Yeah. So we've um, had... So hang on, what have we had? So there was Star Wars 1313 cancelled. Yeah. This one... 
so it's not fully cancelled, right? It's just no, going in a very different direction. But yeah. the no, the the original thing she said is is done. Yeah, like they've dumped it. It's yeah. and because it was supposed to be this story focus based thing, but now it's supposed to yeah. be an open world game. So um, know, totally we've different. had Battlefront Two uh, absolutely fucked itself over with loot boxes and Battlefront, yeah. which was just not well received either. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, right. it, just what an absolute. No, it wasn't well received because if you remember, they gave away the ten hours on EA Access. Yeah, and it was like you first started playing it, and you're going, "Wow, this is fucking incredible!" I'm not even into Star Wars, and this is really good. And then within four hours, you're like, <laughs> "Oh my god, it really doesn't hold itself together for that long, does it?" And then that was it. It like, felt very the- much like shit. We've got the license. What can you put out by the time the film's out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. Um, it, yeah. it really fell apart quickly. Yeah. It felt like Battlefield uh, Light, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, uh, yeah they, they didn't have that some sort of longevity about it. Mm. Uh, and by the time your EA Access trial was over, you were like, there's no way I'm buying that. Like, I was bored six hours ago. Yeah, uh, yeah so it, they're, they're struggling, but, I mean, you still got to have faith. They're learning lessons, I think. Yeah, oh, I, I don't think they are. And, because I think <laughs> what happens here is, it, it's weird because you would have thought they would have just looked back at the Star Wars games that have worked, like the different formats, because there's been, like, you know, tons and tons of Star Wars games that have come out over the yeah, years. Yeah, but we live in a different world now, James. Like, people are interested in completely different things. I know. I mean, you could put out a, you know, a Bioware, uh, Knights of the Old Republic thing, and I think it would get an audience, but... They're after bigger than that. Well, yeah, no, I mean, they're, they're, which is what they tried with Battlefront, wasn't it? Was they tried like all because basically they want a game where they can pump as much money out of it as possible, yeah, and yeah. that's and that's why you had like Battlefront Two with all the like the loot crate stuff and everything because they probably thought we've struck gold here. We've got Star Wars, we've got like a popular, you know, we've got like dice running this. We can just like you know print money with this, but it, they went they got too greedy and went too far. They did, yeah. they did. But, yeah, but it's yeah, a shame, just, though. It, it, it sucks as well because Amy Hennig has got hell of a fucking CV. Um, yeah. she's responsible for like all the good Legacy of Kane games and Uncharted like fucking hell you get someone like her on board you let her make whatever the fuck she wants like don't interfere like she- <laughs> yeah I mean we don't know the re- we don't know the reasons behind no. it all and you know she might be proud of the f- the work that she did there it's yeah. just it'll never really come to light yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah, we don't know the, if she left on, on happy terms or, or bad ones so mm. uh, it's hard to comment on that but it's definitely a well known person within the games developing community that they've lost there mm. like they, they, you know it's a it's another string on their bow that they've lost mm. um and uh yeah it'll be interesting to see where they go from here especially i mean this respawn one has to hit yeah it jesus christ hit. yes <laughs> uh if it doesn't then wow i mean if anyone <laughs> can do it it'll be them respawn but, can yeah They're the boys yeah yeah, yeah. But I, think, yeah um, I think you were saying the same about okay a narrative star wars game with amy hennig uh, at the helm so but it's just whether ea allow respawn to do yeah, what they need to do to let them fucking finish it <laughs> yeah well we've got we've got the title guys i mean we're halfway there sure. <laughs> Go on, um. okay uh so the other story is that fallout 76 um isn't going to have cross-platform play because sony um basically uh, and- that's, that's a surprise well there's been what? a bit of news about this hasn't there in the week um how uh who's the guy that was on stage it's- at We've got Sean, Sean Layden has come out and he said that they're looking at a lot of the possibilities with this, which basically means it's, it's not going to happen, is it? Well, they this don't. is it. I mean, his point was, we will come up with a solution that players will not only be happy with, but understand the limitations due to us running a business or something along those lines. Yeah, right. well, it was basically saying, we'll please the gamers, but they'll understand why 
we haven't gone full on cross play. I mean, um, and they, I, I mean, I, sorry, go on. Yeah, because they said. I mean, the other the reason that he said that about it was that they wouldn't allow them to that it, if they allowed cross play, it wouldn't allow Sony to guarantee like a safe experience for its users, like particularly children. You know, mate, yeah, fucking Nintendo are doing it. Yeah, you know, that 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 point falls apart. When of course, Nintendo it falls apart. That's why everyone laughed at it. But it's yeah. it's all about money, isn't it? I mean, that's that's really the end well, of the. Of course, it is. And the the only solution I could see that he was referring to was letting people play with other players, but not letting them um, use the items across various different platforms, mm-hmm. right? Because that covers his business idea, and it means that people are still technically using crossplay. But that is not what people want. Yeah. People want to play Fortnite on their PS4, log on to their Switch, play Fortnite, and have all the shit that they've paid for on both systems. Like, that's not... It's not a terrible thing to happen. It totally makes sense. Um, you know, Sony are the biggest platform holders. They should be, like, thinking... Their, their point is they don't want you buying stuff on the Switch and being able to use it on the PS4, right? They should be more confident than anyone else to say, well, where are they going to buy their stuff? on their main console, right? Mm. Surely. They, they, they should be confident enough to say, do you know what? People are going to buy stuff on their our store and use it on other systems, not the other way around. It's just ridiculous. See, like it's ridiculous. We spoke about it last week. Um, there's no point in going over it again. But, no, but um, I, mean, I think also what's interesting here is you've got like these developers now that are coming out and like saying this, though, like actually just come straight out blaming Sony. Like, I mean, this, this that didn't really happen quite so much before because nobody wants to like damage relationships and stuff they've got but like Todd Howard came out and he just said uh, we'd really love that but right now we can't Sony is not as helpful as as, as everyone would like and it's like you know it's, it's just it, it does seem to be like a bit of a groundswell with this now that maybe something Mate, will you're confidence that this will change right that Sony will switch yeah I, I, I think I think they've just wildly misjudged it um, and I, I think they will. And I, I mean obviously the quote is that they'll, they're looking at possibilities and it's going to be understood and accepted I mean I accepted surely must mean that, okay, brilliant, well, that's the thing we want. I mean, I'm sure they will find some intricacies. No, accepted is, but it would be, uh, okay. <laughs> that's, what, that's what accepted is to me. Yeah, yeah, but that. but the, like, game, the oh, issue is the right, game community isn't accepting getting. it as it is currently. So uh, that, that comment to me says they're going to try, but they're going to also try and maintain or get some revenue somehow. But anyway, yeah, I, I think, you know, the I think the for, Fortnite is the thing that's going to break break the camel's back, as it were. So I think they will change. And then we'll see, I mean, if it was, I think it would have happened sooner. I think no, because I think that they were just they were just trying to avoid it and just like get away with it. But now everyone's kicking off, and, and you know, with like Nintendo making videos that basically mugging Sony off with, with, with Minecraft. Well, it's all over the mainstream yeah, yeah. press I mean, like, as well. Like after E three, it was all over the mainstream press. Like, it was on the yeah. BBC website and all that sort of shit. I think Sony just thought um, they'd get away with it, and I, I I think they will definitely change. It's just a matter of when. Okay, all right, I'm not so confident. I am not so confident. Sean, what do you think? Uh, yeah, again, it just comes back to the whole thing of do they care? Do they need to appease people at this point? Um, it's like, obviously, they've won this generation, I suppose. If they were worried about the next generation, then they would have to consider Yeah, but then it. at the same but time, I, how much of that of, of a factor is that? Hmm for when people are going into the next gen? Like, is that a big factor? Is I that really don't think to- it is. I don't think people really care about this in, mm. like, a big way. I really don't. And I, th- I think I think it's something that people that have, like, multiple consoles and stuff care about, but there's a lot of people that don't and really That's true. don't care. Yeah. Mm. Okay, all right, next, next story. That's it. That's the end. 
Good. Right. Well, we're straight on to uh, what you've been playing this week. And we ended with Matt last week, so let's start with him this week. Matt, what what have you been twiddling your thumbs to, mate? <laughs> well, eh? I mean, it ha- hmm? we're obviously recording on Sunday, and it's been like football and all sorts of barely, barely play oh, much. Oh, come on. But I have been playing the Banner Saga again. I'm still absolutely loving it. Um, I know you're playing as well, aren't you, Sean? I saw you I play am, it. Yeah. Right? Uh, spurred on by you talking about it last week, I've, I've finally started. Have you not yeah. played it before, Sean? Is it your first time? I've played literally like the first half hour on PC. Um, but then getting it on the Switch, it's like, oh yeah, I can just play this wherever, as usual. Um, so I'm actually, actually a couple of hours in, yeah, really enjoying it. Um, yeah? Yeah, it's just a really nice, satisfying loop between the combat bits and the story bits. It's just really nicely paced and like, you know, it's never like, here's, here's a fight and now here's two lines of dialogue, here's another fight. It's always like, here's a fight, here's a bit of dialogue, here's a choice. Here's you know a bit of planning. Here's like it's just really it's just so nicely paced. You never feel fatigued because you're never doing just like one thing over and over. You know, um, yeah. It's just, it's just it's just. I mean, I was playing to a half one the other night, and when I first started playing, <laughs> I didn't think this would be a sort of game that would get that would have me hooked. But it's mm-hmm. the yeah, you know, the, the battles don't last particularly long. Uh, although in a few of the battles I've done recently, what it, what it seems to be doing is uh, well, there's some certain battles called war, basically where, where you fight many more enemies in, in a standard battle, and after those, it would say um, you can carry on um, even, but but your, the the health of your remaining. Uh, characters uh, in the fight won't won't uh, the health won't be replenished but if you carry on with whatever you've got remaining um in terms of you know your your, your team members and whatever health they've got you can potentially get some decent loot and so like okay. i've been like fighting battles and then oh, okay do i keep going but then risk ever getting everyone killed to see whatever, whatever this loot is and i'll do a couple of them then yeah do do some story and stories stories really engaging hmm. uh, and, and and there's quite a lot of um like dialogue choices, um, and and that could send you know a lot of your a lot of your uh, caravan of of uh, of competitors of, of characters it could send a lot of them to their death, or it could it, you know, um, add loads of people to your team. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's a really compelling and, and fairly short sort of gameplay loop. So uh, mm. yeah, I, I think it's brilliant, and I, I absolutely love the battle system. Um, the, the fact that when you attack someone, you can either attack their armor, uh, which you can arguably do more damage to their armor. Or you can attack their attack, um, and so so often you'd you'd often be able to do say like double the amount of damage to their armor, um, and if you smash all their armor off, then so after that you can do much bigger attacks and and kill them quicker. But by if if you attack their attack, and um, you can basically reduce the amount that they can get you. So and, and because at the bottom of the screen you can see the order in which you are, uh, all the characters that are in the battle, you can see the order. So if you know that. The next enemy that's going to attack you is the one right next to you. Often I'll just attack their attacks to at least reduce the amount of damage they can do to me. But it just like, okay, do I just try and smash all their armor off, even though they're going to keep attacking me? Because that ultimately, when when that's all gone, I can do some huge hits to them and kill them. Or do I just soft, you know, slowly take bits of their attack away to save me and my you know uh, other characters in, in my team? I, I think that's a really subtle, really simple, but it's a really compelling sort of uh, gameplay choice you have to make for every move. Um, mm. I mean, I'm not good enough at it yet, but um, I do feel like you know, the, the good Banner Saga players are probably like thinking two moves ahead a little bit like chess. You think, okay, well, that person hits me there. I should probably go for their armor because then that will, you know, I'll be able to do huge attacks after. So yeah, I think that's a really, really great um, a, a really great uh, sort of battle system. I will say one thing, Sean. You've obviously yeah. played on PC. Mm. I bet it's easier to control on PC. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's... any issues with that at all? Because I've had someone on Switch where I've like tried to select a player, but then I've selected the wrong one, and I've done it that. It is a bit fiddly, a isn't times. it? It's like some things you select with the stick, but some you select with the D-pad, but it's, yeah. it's never really clear. But then sometimes pressing up on the D-pad makes stats appear. And, I don't know. Um, found that a bit odd. Um, but I mean, it hasn't pissed me off. Like obviously, you got all the time in the world to do every turn, so it's. Yeah. yeah, it has annoyed, um, and, and I, I mean, I haven't played the second one yet, um, but I, I, I gather there are like, um, you know, it, um, good, a good quality of life changes in the second one, and obviously the third mm. one's out in July, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I'm about halfway through the first one, and yeah, it's, okay. it's great so far. How do you feel about the switching perspectives? Um, I think it's um, it's good, but I I do wish there was um, almost almost like a bit of a catch up on on the previous on the other perspective when you when yeah. you leave them and come back because yeah. so yeah currently I've it, it switched between two or three different um, parts of your, uh, two three different teams basically across this across this across this map so it's like three different storylines uh, three different story arcs people have come and gone and died and joined your party and yeah. If I like leave one and suddenly go to the other, I'm sort of trying to remember in my head where we've been or what what's happened, and uh, that there's a lot of characters in this, and and then you'll meet those new characters, and then people will die. Uh, so that's a bit confusing. I, I like it; it's interesting because um, I've got like different favorites from each of the different groups. Mm. But um, yeah. how have you found it? Yeah, like I I like all the characters I've met so far. Um, I I understand the whole point is that every time it leaves you on a bit of a cliffhanger with one particular group or faction or whatever. Yeah. But it does just make me feel a bit like every time it's like, right, and now you're playing as this lot again. I'm like, ah, oh, no, I want to get yeah, I was just getting into that. Yeah, <laughs> one thing um, I do wish it did so- is, and there's, there's been loads of times where I've been given a big choice, and I yeah. sort of wish it would it would show like the previous conversation text on the screen. Because I'm like, yeah. I think he said this, but like, am I sending everyone to their death now? Because I can't, wasn't 100 percent like concentrating, or I can't remember how it led up to this choice. Or this yeah, because Bioware always do that, don't they? Yeah. And so, so I've had, I've like just gone wildly into one thing and then oh maybe I've misjudged it but um <laughs> yeah I, I think it, it it's it's really interesting I'm 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 loving it so far I'm playing yeah. way more of it and you know it's like half one in the morning I didn't think this would be a sort of game I'd do that but mm. yeah very good so far the uh oh, the very fucking nice. landscapes as well man oh so yeah beautifully it's, drawn. it's a gorgeous game yeah 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 um. Yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah, properly enjoying it. And uh, other than that, I've been playing. Oh, actually, I'm playing shitloads of Pokemon Go. I don't, I don't really? know. Why. I think it's because the new one's coming out, so I thought I'd give it a go again. <laughs> I don't really know what. What do you doing. mean, the new one? Sorry, the new Switch one. What do you... Yeah, the Switch one. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh right. Because it all transfers over, doesn't it? Yeah. And right, okay. I mean, I didn't play. I played like you know as much as everyone else did when it first came out for like the first week or two. Um, and but I've got I've I've got back into it because I never played a full Pokemon game. I'm interested to see what the new one's about, and so I'd figured I'll play this for a bit i don't i haven't i'm basically just like going around collecting them i, don't, I haven't like evolved any like pokemon so I don't, i'm clearly not playing as it's really supposed to be played but i'm that's what i'm doing a lot on my phone <laughs> i don't quite know why i guess i'll have a <laughs> stop soon or maybe get even more into it but um i definitely want to get the new the new pokemon let's go eevee or pikachu so i figured i'll just see what the deal is now um mm. yeah so i'm playing that a lot on my phone and of course i've played um the incredible adventures of no, is it well, okay? Captain Spirit. What's the full title of the new Don't Nod game? Is it the Incredible uh, Adventure of Captain Spirit? Is it the Incredible Adventure? Whatever. I'm ca- playing the new Captain Spirit game. Was. I think we all have. Actually, have you played it, Sean? I haven't. Sean's I not played it. Fuck no. Bored. Anyway, I played that. Finished that. But I guess we'll talk about that in a minute. Well, we could talk about that now, right? Let's do it. Let's yeah. just get into it because yeah, James, uh, uh, myself, and Matt have played it. 
Um, seeing as this is your section, Matt, what what did you think of it? Um, so it was so I so I, I know um, Life Strange is amazing. I've loved the previous ones. When I said I saw a trailer at E3 and it didn't really do much for me, I don't think I didn't need to see the trailer to know I was going to love it. And although I would say maybe like the first third of the game, I was like, well, it looks good. It's the same Life is Strange type thing, but the the whole the theme, you know, wasn't really you know I wasn't over the moon at playing a child and. You know, and I'm going along this story, but yeah, about about a third or so in after that, it, it gripped me, and um, it's only two hours long, um, but I thought it's amazing. And like this packs so much emotion into just two hours that many games don't do in like ten, twenty, thirty hours of of gameplay. Um, yeah, it's certainly got emotional hits. Like there was a, t- a couple of times where I nearly teared up. Like um, some of it obvious, some of it a little bit less obvious. Like the very ending, uh, the ending cutscene that that had me emotional, and that isn't sort of straightforward hey look how sad this is it's just a really like good moment um but i right okay so i liked it overall i like the themes i'm interested to see what happens in season two of uh life is strange yeah i have a few problems with this episode partly due to um it being the sort of first glimpse we've seen into this and partly due to it being like a free like a way of getting people into the series because I sat down right before I started, I said to Joe, look, this is a self-contained thing. How about you sit and watch me play it? And we can talk about the decisions as we go along. And she said, I'm way too tired. Uh, maybe tomorrow. And I thought maybe tomorrow means this. she's never going to do this. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I also just didn't want to put it off anymore. I wanted to play it. So I started playing it and I'm so glad she didn't watch it because I think, I don't think she would have lasted 10 minutes. And the reason being is that it's not what I like about life is strange. Like the bits that I like about life is strange is the story progressing and you, uh, involving yourself in, in this moving story. That's not what this Captain Spirit episode's about. It's basically you're in a house and you're just wandering around clicking on things. Yeah, I, I'm just going to interrupt uh, just before because people are probably shouting at their, you know, their podcast player right now. It's the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. Right, <laughs> okay, we'll see, yeah, yeah. So, so um, although I enjoyed it, I very much enjoyed it. I loved the themes that it was working with. I loved, um, like, like, I love what it did. There was a lot of stuff in there that I don't like about Life is Strange, and I feel that. If anything, unless you're on board with this already, this isn't going to suck you in because you'll be like, well, like there's a lot of going up to items, pressing a button and like hearing a quip. And then if you did that again later on down the line, it'll be the same thing again. You know, lots of repeating like that, that item that could still be clicked on. And there's a few puzzles in there that make zero sense. One in particular, and I won't spoil yeah. it, but there's one puzzle in there that just makes, you have to look up. Yeah, I there's mean, no that, way that you puzzle, work it out. After I finished the game, I was like, because uh, there's loads of other tasks um, and you can finish the game without completing the tasks or you can complete the tasks. And when I was like, there's literally no way that anyone ever will be able to work that out unless you had to google it because i tried so many things and anyone who's played this game knows the sort of things you would try there's those of what i thought and what i think everyone thinks are hints well yeah i mean you could say it's unlocking a phone yeah yeah You've got so to unlock your dad's to phone. A pin number for a phone you find lots and, and the, the, the solution the solution doesn't work because of something that's on the phone anyway Right, the, the way that it, the phone is displayed, it doesn't work because of that. It also doesn't work because it's your dad's phone, and it'd never have that password. So, yeah. like, the whole thing is a complete <laughs> I failure. Think really. about that. Actually, yeah, that makes it no, less exactly. Sense. 
it's just stupid. And uh, and there's also like uh, going in and out of the house was a little bit of a pain in the ass as you're trying to work through things. But yeah, more importantly, so the game is you're in a house and you're walking around the house and you can play, you can tidy up, you could do bits and pieces, right? You can interact with objects and stuff. There's some really sweet stuff in there. Um, but then there's a uh, a certain action that you do that ends the game. But it doesn't sort of flag that up. It doesn't make that clear that, okay, this episode is done if you do this. Make sure that you're happy to move on. So I pressed the button and it was like the end and then the credits rolled. And I was like, but there's loads of other stuff that I wanted to do. Yeah. I just Same did that because me, I actually. thought that was going to... Same thing. What the fuck? Yeah. And, it, it, you know, I'm not going to complain too much because we <clears> know <throat> that Life is Strange kind of has its flaws and stuff. Uh, and as we've said a million times before, it's so easy to pick apart. Um, but it's a shame that this is what is showing off what Seasons 2 is going to be. And they've made it free in order to get as many people to play it as possible. Yet it doesn't highlight the best moments. Like, it, it gets the emotional attachment across, but the actual what you're doing throughout the episode is not what's good about yeah. playing Life I is Strange. Like, I, mean, I, I did okay. the same thing. I triggered the end. I'm like, oh, for Christ's sake. But, uh, but, but uh, when you, after you finish it, it goes back to just before that moment. And unlike any yes, other does, Life yeah. is Strange game I played, uh, I've never gone back and changed anything. I went back and I completed the other things I wanted to in the game and then refinished the game. And, but so, so I, did I, was I, happy, because I, I was appreciative like that you could do that. Yeah, because like, in other pre- previous um, Life is Strange stuff, if you miss something, it doesn't feel like you've missed a big part of the story because the story is always rolling and you'll always be going through the story. Um, with this, it feels like you've missed big chunks of the story it's like like uh, uh sean imagine mm. playing gone home mm-hmm. but having the ability to go up to the attic straight away right do you know what i mean so shit. and you go yeah. up to the attic without really knowing what's up there yeah. and then it ends the game and you're like oh there's l- clearly loads of stuff that i don't know about that i need to find out like i need to do more and go back in mm. um and that's the way that this kind of works and it's a yeah, it's a bit of a shame, really, because you want, like, as a Life is Strange fan, you want people to play it for the first time and love it, right? And you, this doesn't do that. It doesn't do it. Um, I... And that's the only disappointment that I had with it, really, because other than that, I loved the characters. I loved uh, um, some of the stuff that it was doing. And I'm so interested in season two that I can't, I can't wait for it. Sorry, James, yeah? Yeah, you see, I've got a slightly different feeling to you guys with this because, I mean, overall, I did, I really love this actually. I think more so than maybe you did, um, you know, because of the issues you got. But the, I mean, the thing is, is I agree with you about the mechanical side of stuff, like the way. I mean, we were talking about this before, like you know, yesterday, how you know you can keep repeatedly clicking on stuff and then you'll get the same dialogue and all that kind of stuff. That stuff is bad. It's it's you know, it kind of breaks the immersion and everything, but. One of the things you see, I agree also with you that this is not a good introduction to to the series, like for people that have never played it before. But for me, I, I the reason I enjoyed it is because I I enjoyed that feeling of feeling like I was a kid again, to be honest. Like that, the atmosphere that you get from that, and the feeling of just being like in your own head, like the fact that you're spending the entire 
day, like basically on your own, like walking around, you know, picking things up, you know, making up stories and all that kind of thing in your in your head. And it just felt like I remember feeling like that when I was a child. And that that's what I thought was really powerful about it. Aside from the relationship that's built between the, the son and the father, which I really thought was very well done. Like there's clearly like, I, I, I can't say anything about it, but I thought it was it was really well um, sort of developed compared with how it's done in, in other games like Detroit. Yeah, it painted, that, it painted that. a picture that day like amazingly well. Yeah, it was. It was just there was layers of complexity there that you don't that you didn't get in like Detroit, which was one of the problems with it. But it was just yeah. I mean, I just really enjoyed that sort of feeling of being like, you know, I'm just in my own imagination with this. And even though it's like all of those little those little tasks and those little stories you're doing, you know, there is only like sort of one solution to it. But it still it just felt right to me. And the <clears> bit at the end, there's like you know after after you trigger the like, sort of the ending. There's a part in that which really upset me, like you know that you know that happens, which obviously you know we don't want to spoil it, but that's not happened like for a long time in a game for me, and that's why I thought this was special. I really like that sort of feeling of sort of isolation and sort of loneliness that there is when you're a kid and you're on your own, you know, with that because that does happen. You know, I mean, when I was growing up, my sister was like, um, you know, she was older than me. She'd already left home by the time I got like a bit older, and like you do spend a lot of time like you know on the weekends or whatever, just on your own sometimes. And it, I really felt it it encapsulated that so well. Does um, yeah, so obviously I mean, in Life is Strange, you had the ability to rewind time in this. So obviously the trailer showed the kid, so like his imagination running wild and like all this amazing stuff happening. Is that just his imagination, or does he actually? Yeah, have there's a power? not there's not much to that. Yeah, okay. There's not much yeah, to okay. that. There was, like, you see, and I was happy about that because yeah. I thought it was going to be all that, yeah. and I was quite pleased that it wasn't. Well, you say <laughs> that, James, but yeah. I mean the way it ends, it seems like there's going to be like it's yeah, yeah. It, it appears it hints that it's going to be very supernatural, okay. like the next one, um, which I get. And it is done in a, done in a very nice way. But I um, mean, the other thing that I thought it, it was a shame. I mean, I know it's only in one episode, but they've said that parts of this may carry over to Life is Strange too. But it, there aren't really that you don't make decisions in this. There's mm-hmm. not really any sort of decision making that goes on right. apart from right at the start. <clears throat> and that felt there was like a little a bit, bit of a... at the end actually. So when I replayed well, it, you have a com- you have a conversation. Um, I'm not, okay, you have a conversation with another character uh, that you engage with. And when I first com- finished it, I just had a conversation with her. Uh, and then uh, the second time I did it, I said something different, and different things happened. So I think well, yeah, there but were the outcome was the, the outcome. But that because me and Dave were talking about that as well, because the outcome doesn't change though, and that felt really off, like really, really strange. That did because like the first time when I did that conversation, I totally messed it up, and that that was you know like the, the answers responses I gave were really bad, and like the ending that I got felt like it kind of justified that. But then the second time around, I went and I gave answers that I thought were like the right ones and it went fine it was like totally different but then the ending's still the same and it felt a bit that felt a bit jarring it, 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 but it feels like well. i mean I, I i think i did basically exactly what you just said um mm-hmm. and it but, but it feels like other things could change based on the reaction to your answers uh, i i, I mm-hmm. think anyway uh, and sean we'll just see. to say basically mm-hmm. the rewind time thing was only actually in season one um and yeah. it wasn't in uh, bef- the the, the uh, before the storm. That's true. There's nothing like, nothing supernatural yeah. in that, is there? It's so it just, feels like there's probably yeah. a different one of those like, mechanics in each series. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. But yeah, I, I, I thought it was yep. fantastic. Uh, it looks great, and yeah, it, it really captured that that feeling of being alone and being just you. It's is yeah, really sad, but I think really worth yeah. playing. Can you say? Yeah, oh, totally worth playing. Yeah. Can you say without spoiling what I should look out for to avoid triggering the ending before I? 
One, two. Uh, don't wake your dad up. Right, okay. Yeah, you can say that's that. it. Cool. Yeah. Just right. don't wake your dad up because once you wake your dad up, it's done. It. I think we're actually doing people a service by that yeah. because it doesn't make it clear whatsoever. So, um, yeah, when your dad falls asleep, don't wake him up until you're fully done. Right, cool. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. Um, okay, cool. That, that I think that sums it up. Uh, when's the when's the season two out? I think it's September. Yeah. Mm. Oh, September, okay. So not too long to wait. No. Uh, I'll be looking forward to it. They'll obviously be re- releasing trailers, but um, as with Life is Strange last time, I didn't watch any of the trailers. Yeah, I don't because, really want, want to watch any either. Yeah, so I'll um, I'll be holding off on that, I think. Uh, but yeah, okay, excited for that. Mm. Uh, and that's it, is it? That's it for me, yeah. Right, cool. James, have you got anything else to add? I've got one other thing, which is Hollow Knight, which I've been playing um, over the last week or so. And... Sean, do you remember how I said that Axiom Verge was great? Yeah. And we we thought that was good. Yeah. I think this might be better. Oh, shit. Okay. Actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As in, Axiom Verge was really good, but this is on another level, I feel. It's um, cool. I mean, I'm absolutely loving it. It's it's just, the sound design in particular is just, is so memorable that it's doing that thing where it, the music's like creeping into my mind when I'm not playing. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, it just comes back to you. And it, you know, like some people have said that this is kind of like Dark Souls. There's like a yeah, Dark Souls yeah. element to it, and I mean that's kind of overplayed. I feel a bit, but it is the. I mean the the boss battles in it are tough, but it's got that same thing of like basically having to be patient and waiting for an opening. And if you go too far, then you get punished for it. But then if you've got some patience and a you know a bit of skill, then you can you can do it, and it's you feel great like after kind of finishing it. Mm. So it, it it does work. It works really. Well. They're much better. I mean the the bosses and stuff in Axiom Verge, I didn't think were one of the better parts of the game. No, I thought they were they weren't kind of fun. But these have been great. Like I've really enjoyed like coming up against stuff. The only thing that I'm not so pleased about it is the navigation in it can feel frustrating sometimes because it's a big world and there's really there's no guidance really at all about where to go. Um, again, a bit like Dark Souls in the sense you can kind of go anywhere, but then you find that, you know, if you go somewhere and it's not the right time to go there, you'll get punished. This is kind of similar. But there's, I don't know, it doesn't really matter because traversing the environments is fun anyway. And so it's still it's still fun to go through. But I would really recommend it because cool. it's it's really, really good. I mean, I'm, I don't know how many hours I'm into it, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to be playing it again this week. Yeah, uh, yeah. no, because I, I bought it um, like as soon as it came out because it was like after that. E3 presentation. I was like, look, this, this is out. Look, this is good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, just haven't had time to get into it. So, yeah, no, I'm probably looking forward to it. Yeah, it's it's great. Cool. And that's it. Cool. That's all I've been playing this week. Uh, well, another game that I can add to this list, I've been playing Lego The Incredibles. Um, I've never really played... Well, I have played Lego games before. I've played uh, Lego Batman, I think it was, um, and maybe another one. Uh, this is not what I was expecting, actually. I thought this was going to be a straight-up Lego game. I don't know. Have, Sean, mm. you might know, because I'm sure you've spoken about Lego games in the past. Uh-huh. Have they always had, like, open worlds in them? No, not always. They used to just be, like, a series of levels. But, they, yeah, there's always, like, a hub bit. Um, like, in the Star Wars games, it'd be, like, the cantina or Mos Eisley or whatever and, and stuff like that. But um, And then I think it was the Lego it was Lego the Avengers where they st- did, like, an actual open city and stuff. Um, ah, right. Okay. Yeah. So so this has that. Yeah. It's, it's basically a game of two halves. Like, it, it takes both Incredibles films and puts them in those sort of level-based uh, progressive storyline things. Mm-hmm. Um, the weird thing is it starts with the second film. Oh. 
and then you go back and do the first film again. Um, I've never liked this stuff. In well, as I say, I played Batman and I found the same thing, and it's the same here. I find it so often for a kids' game. It's so confusing and convoluted as to what you're supposed to do at times. Mm. You know, it's really, it's really not clear. Sometimes there'll be a big button press and it'll be, you need to go to this object and you need to press this button and it's clear. Sometimes like in the boss battles, you're like, I have no idea what you're asking me to do here. So, and as someone that's played games for God knows how long, how are kids picking this up and playing mm. it? You know, granted, Harry's very young. You know, so it's not really fair for me to judge it as a kid's game just based on his age. But there are bits in it where I'm just going, I do not get this at all. Um, and I, you know, I have to look into it and see what I have to do to get past. There was, um, there's a bit where you're in a stealth sort of bit and there's a, a guy that you have to get past. And I tried everything to get past him and I couldn't do it. And I found out later on, like I went on YouTube and had a look. And you have to hold down circle and the character that you're controlling goes invisible. But at no point <laughs> does it say you need to go invisible. It was like, okay, right. So how was I supposed to guess that without looking it up? Or I guess I could have checked the what the buttons do for that character. I don't know. I mean, we're not um, playing as the character from the films that can go invisible. Like, that's her power. Well, this this is probably it, isn't it? Because... Like, I mean, I've seen The Incredibles once or twice, yeah. and I quite like it. I've not seen the second mm -hmm. film. Um, but yeah, that's probably what I've missed there. Yeah. I've missed that sort of connection. But even then, like... Shouldn't assume that, should still... it? Shouldn't assume that you know that. No, no. And it's it, again, it shouldn't... Uh, like, it should at least tell you what button to press to go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it might... I don't think it did. I'm pretty confident it didn't. <laughs> um, so that sort of stuff, although it's fun, it's... It, it has like these stumbling blocks that I, that are kind of baffling. Um, and I, I've, it, it certainly feels like it's an Incredibles game first and an Incredibles two game last, you mm. know, you, I've played through the Incredibles two, uh, in, in the game and it was okay. The moment you start the Incredibles, like you go back and start the first film, uh, it's so much better. The settings are better. The characters are better. There seems to be more to do. It seems like more like there's more going on. Um, and it makes me feel that maybe they were going to release this a while ago and they were going, hold on. There's a second film coming out. How about we release it around the same time? But you've got to put something Incredibles 2 in there. Otherwise, it makes no sense yeah. that this is coming yeah, out yeah. when Incredibles 2 is coming out. And um, that's the feeling I got. And that's all conjecture. That, that That is probably not what's happened. But that's the feeling that I get from yeah, it. From I mean, playing it. going back a long time now. But yeah, so the first Lego Star Wars was released around the time of Star Wars Episode 1, Phantom Menace. And that's what yeah. it covers. Like it, <laughs> so then, and then it wasn't until you know it was like a couple of years later they did Lego Star Wars the original trilogy. But it was like, yeah, I mean, I think if they'd known how everyone was going to receive um, the prequel trilogy, I think they probably would have just gone straight for the originals with the Lego games. Well, but also the 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 stuff from the second film is so short. Mm. That it, you know, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't feel anywhere near long no. enough to be complete. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I completed it in like maybe two hours, two and a half hours, and it was oh, like, okay, okay. Uh, we, that's just the second film. Now I'm onto the first film, and I'm starting to see stuff. But anyway, the other side of this game is this open city, and my God, I, I part of me wishes that they just just ditch the levels and put more into this city because it's so much fun. Like it's so much fun. I showed James this morning a little bit of it. And even James was like, this looks like incredible fun to play because <laughs> what you're doing is it like, there's so many characters to choose from and each of them have these like abilities. And some of them are just like, 
you know when you see like an open world game like this they kind of go there's limitations isn't there so if there's like a flying character they're limited by where they can fly or if there's like you're going under the sea there's so much limitations on abilities rather than this it kind of just feels like oh fuck it let them do what they want if they want to fly around forever just let them do it you Mm. know there's not a power meter or you have to go and recharge or whatever Uh, and you know i'm sure from a games design point of view you're thinking yeah but can't people just game the system then like there's all these hidden collectibles and we're making them hard to get to or whatever can't they just fly up the building rather than battle their way up it and it's as if someone said so what if that's what they want to do let them do it (laughs) and that's what it feels like and it, it just makes the whole thing so much more fun to play the best thing about it though is that it's a celebration of Pixar rather than just this one, uh, okay. uh, just these two I was going to say, how because so, all the Lego games generally, there's like tons of characters to collect. I was going to say, like, how do they address that? But yeah, yeah. there's all these characters, there's all these characters from pretty much like most of the films or whatever. There's what the main thing that you're doing that like, so the city is split up into several different areas. They've been overtaken some areas like highlight with like high crime rate. You've got to go over there, do a bunch of missions to sort of liberate it type thing. The moment you do that, then everything shows up on your map. So all the collectibles show up on your map um, and it introduces new building zones. So you collect these multicolor bricks um, and once you've got enough of them, you go to these building zones and you build stuff and it's always from one of the other movies. And I was really impressed by how much stuff is in there. So like the, the house from up is in there. So I built yeah. that and then you get the character from up the boy scout. And if you use him to go into the house, you can then like sort of release all the balloons up through the <laughs> chimney, which is cool. There's, um, there's even Miguel from Coco and, uh, you could get the tomb of, uh, Santa de la Cruz, the, uh, with the guitar at the back, um, and all that sort of stuff. And, and when you activate the little bits in the house by using the correct characters, you get perks. So like, you know, six times bonuses for what your collectibles and all that sort of shit. Um, and it just, it's brilliant. Like that stuff is brilliant because, it partly feels like crackdown because you're hunting around for these what are essentially orbs but your reward for collecting enough of them is to see something cool from one of the other films in the game uh, and unlock a character within the game and of course the character the way you unlock characters is brilliant because you earn packs like those lego packs matt you must have seen them yeah yeah um what they call a gotcham or whatever and um, you get these these uh no what they called uh, gotcha. The ones oh, that you gotcha. can't see what's oh, yeah, in them. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. That's a yeah, gotcha or whatever. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Granddad. Yeah, and then so you get the pack and then you you uh, just swipe to the right-hand side with a left stick and it rips the top off and empties it out and the character pops out who you get. Um, all that stuff is just wonderful. And like part of me thinks, I know they did this with Lego City Undercover where they went all in mm. on this, but part of me thinks like wouldn't it, I guess it would get boring if they did it for every film, but I kind of wish that they just went look this is a game about superheroes ditch all of the stuff based around the film all the missions and that and just focus in this open world make it bigger make it make there be more things to do in it like because it's big enough but like it could be bigger if, if that makes sense um and yeah if they pulled more focus into that i think it'd be a much better game but i guess like i understand that they can't do that because it's coming out alongside a film and if kids bought it, they'd be like, well, where the fuck is this? <laughs> Where's the stuff from the film in yeah, there? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a bit of a, a tricky one. But my word, yeah, I've been loving it. I went into it thinking, oh, this is going to be a bit of a slog, but I'll see what Harry thinks of it. And if he enjoys it, we'll continue to play. And by the end of this morning, we sat on it for about two hours, just building stuff and 
picking up collectibles and mucking about with different characters and that Harry's like constantly laughing throughout the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, it's doing, doing a better job than I thought it would. Uh, and I know, you know, it's a Lego game, but a lot of our listeners won't even touch it. And that's fair enough. But, uh, initially I was thinking this isn't a good, good kids game. Uh, and in some respects it's not, uh, but in a lot of ways I could see why kids love these sort of games uh especially that open world stuff yeah really good really impressed so cool. i think it's been getting good um i think it's out next month early next month but it's been getting a lot of a uh, lot of good press so well, when is the second yeah, incredibles film out it's not out already is it no it's out in america oh, okay right uh it's not out over here yet though so uh no must be out alongside the film uh film must be out alongside the game even mm. but yeah surprising Surprising hit in the household. Cool. Uh, Sean, uh, I've just got a, you now, a couple of short ones. I've been having a go on the Gear VR again, and I've talked about it before. In terms of games, it's mostly pretty crap. Like, like for media stuff, it's it's great, but like games, it's like, oh, do you like shooting zombies? How about virtual roller coasters? If so, we've got you covered. Anything else? Forget it. Um, but um, no, I've actually found a couple of decent games. I've been playing one called Ultra Wings, which Ultra Wings is great. It is, I isn't it? That on, it's on PlayStation VR. It was yeah. on PSVR as well, right? Yeah, it is. It it's, is yeah. it's Pilot Wings, isn't it? Basically, it is. It's basically <laughs> Pilot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was properly impressed with that. It makes really nice use of um, the Gear VR control as well, because you just sort of tilt it around as if it was a joystick in a, a cockpit or whatever. Um, yeah, it feels really nice and natural to use. Um, when I first loaded it up, it was doing a weird thing. Um, like, so you sat in the, the cockpit of this, like, microlight, and there's, like, a frame around you. Um, and it was doing this thing where, like, any sort of panel, like, you could see through the, the panel of the frame that you were looking at, but everything else was, like, blacked out. And I was like, yeah. I was like fuck me, is this a performance thing? But no, apparently it's, like, a, a comfort thing. Yeah, well, you can you can change. You that, can though, disable it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, thank God. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I found that it's, really. It's odd. to stop. It's to stop the motion sickness. I think. Yeah. Because if you when you first because I remember when I first switched it off and then you're like flying around, you do it does feel weird. Yeah. I, I felt really weird doing that. <laughs> and yeah. So on the PSVR version, do you just use like a regular controller, or can you use? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I've only played it with the DualShock. When I got it, I I didn't have the Move controllers, but I okay. have now. But I don't think it uses them. I think it's okay. only uh, DualShock. Because the because the Gear yeah. VR controller is I don't know if you've seen it. It's same as the Google Daydream one, and then it's basically a little wand with a touchpad on the end. And it's mm-hmm. um, does it also have accelerometers in, inside that? It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like say so okay. you, you sort of you tilt it around, and that's essentially your, your joystick and the um, and whatever you're, oh, you're cool. piloting. But yeah, really nice. Um, and I've also been playing uh, virtual virtual reality which um, apparently came out on Google Daydream about a year ago um, and has recently surfaced on Gear VR. And it's fucking great. Like, it's <laughs> um, like easily the best Gear VR game I've played. Um, possibly, yeah, like one of my favourite VR experiences. So, you like, the, the plot, such as it is, is that it's like you, you're far in the future and everything's done by robots and humans are basically sort of slaves um where you just have to like perform weird tasks for robots that apparently robots can't do for themselves but it's all really surreal stuff like the first one you do the robot is a block of butter and you have to toast bread and throw bread at it um, and it's all weird stuff like that um 
but the the whole the trick is that basically the reason it's called virtual virtual reality is that so obviously you in real life are wearing your headset and you're looking around an environment but you then using the controller you pick up other headsets in the game and put them on and then suddenly oh, you're, you're somewhere else and then within that you can pick up another one and you can like inception yourself by putting like three different headsets on at the same time um and then like right, to so, pull... so can you see yourself in the environment wearing the previous headset or something or no you just sort of like you just pick one up and then you and you know and you sort of pull it towards your face and then it like goes over your eyes and then suddenly you're somewhere else and then so it's a way of like navigating in rather than anything else i guess yeah um yeah. and then basically you sort of um like in order to take one off you sort of you pull the controller like to your forehead and then like pinch it so you're pressing like the trigger and the button on the top at the same time and then flick it forward so it's like you're grabbing the headset and chucking it off and then you're back oh, cool. where you were before um and yeah and like it opens up like the tutorial like this robot sort of explains what your job is and he's and then he's just like right here's a box full of headsets have a go and this this cardboard box just sort of tips over in front of you and there's like dozens of these headsets in it and you're just like picking them up and be like oh wow what's that chucking it off picking up another one and you're just going through all these really weird like surreal environments and it's like really beautiful and really well done um and yeah just properly interesting um i can't believe there hasn't been more noise about it i mean i can because it's only been released on google daydream and gear vr as far as i'm aware and despite them being like some of the most accessible vr headsets no one really bothers with them um yes yeah, it's, it's weird really i, I yeah. don't know i mean like i mean i remember when day daydream was like launched again or relaunched and mm. everyone's like oh wow okay this is it and then it does seem to go quiet but I mean, the problem with Daydream is you need you need one of the Pixel phones, don't you? Yeah. Um, Although they, they they said that you know there's going to be loads of Daydream, uh, what's it called? Basically, Daydream certified head uh, handsets. So right, yeah. loads of future handsets will be will be able to work Daydream content. But I'm not yeah. sure if it's that's even happened, widely you yeah, know advertised yeah. or what now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, properly enjoyed that. It's good. What's it called? Uh, virtual virtual reality. And uh, that's. What does it say? How much was that? Uh, I don't know. It's like six quid or something. Right. That's the advantage that Google VR stuff has got, isn't it? It tends to be a lot cheaper than uh, there is that. It's it's more than you would typically pay for games on your phone. They they sort of they can be anywhere from sort of five to ten quid. But yeah, I mean, compared to proper VR games, (laughs) not bad. Fair enough. Yeah, I I, I I think that's it. That sounds great. Yeah, it does sound good. Yeah. Um, yeah, sounds good. Right. Is that, that is it, it mate? Blimey, we're, we're blitzing yeah. through this episode today. Great, isn't it? Uh, well, I, I had a feeling this yeah. was going to be a, a short episode, but every time we say that, it ends up being a long one. So I was like, I'm just going to keep, That's just going to keep it, my mouth it? shut. There's always that gonna, thing at the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so now, from, now suddenly, like the viewers are looking and saying, why is there no three hours left in this this poll? Well, we've only <laughs> yeah, got, about, it's it's only got about four questions to get through. Yeah, so but it's really going to be amazingly in-depth answers. But like, honestly, honestly, I don't know if my voice can last the uh, the, the, the four questions. I just want to go to bed. Cool. Uh, emails. Uh, if you want to send us an, uh, send us an email, it's thecomputergameshow at gmail dot com. So do that. Um, we've got one from Ben Monroe. Uh, he says, with the summer upon us and the regular lack in big game releases between now and September, will you be using the time to catch up with some games in your backlog? Uh, what games that have you missed uh, are you looking forward to digging into over the summer? Cheers, fellas. Ben. Now is this? God, yeah. I'm... I mean, I like the whole summer drought thing. I just always feel these days like. My backlog is just this like constant fucking treadmill, so that the summer drought doesn't really affect me anymore because I've always got too much stuff to play. Do you know what I mean? Or do yeah, you, yeah. Or do you guys but still the, feel it? I don't know. It's, 
You know, I I I think the the uh, what is it the pile of shame yeah. as it was known. Um, that's not yeah. Again, I I I'm a little bit like you where I haven't really got that. Yeah. Um, also, I feel that I managed to get to so much stuff uh, between like just after Christmas, between Christmas and when it all starts up again. Mm. I clear a lot of things off my off my plate. Yeah. Um, and uh, right now during summer, what I tend to do is pick a game and really stick mm. with it, really hammer mm. it. Uh, right now, that game's on rush. Like, uh, you know, I didn't want to mention it against this week <laughs> in what you've been playing because, but it is every chance I get. Pretty much every evening, I'll stick on rush on because I'm guaranteed to have like a good laugh with it. So, uh, an enjoyable time. So that's the sort of thing. I think maybe last last year it was uh, it was Rocket League, mm-hmm. um, which I played again for the first time in ages. Uh, that and Rainbow Six the other week, uh, and enjoyed both. But yeah, it, that's the period with summer. The period for me is uh, just picking a game and then like absolutely hammering mm. it. Um, and I think it's going the way of Unrush for me. James, what about you? Well, I actually went back to um, Assassin's Creed, um, which... <laughs> I... Hang on, the series you First say one. you hate, but own every one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I, I know, I've never said I hate it, I've just said I've never got round to playing them. And um, yeah, I went, I went back to that because uh, I've been playing Assassin's <clears throat> Creed Revelations, because that was the last one that I... That I <laughs> Had and I, I've been retro gaming for I was you. People. Say, is that, that's the last of the Ezio trilogy, right? It yeah, is, yeah. Okay. It's the last because the last one I'd finished before that was Brotherhood, yeah. and then so I was like, okay. And multiple times over the years, I've tried to start that game, and then I've just been like, oh, I don't want to play this. It's <laughs> it's not great. And but then for some reason, it's hooked me this time, and I'm about I don't know about two thirds of the way through it, right. and. I'm actually okay. It's still Assassin's Creed. It's an old, and it's like old style Assassin's Creed as well. Mm. But you see, I still really enjoy the the historical. I know it's not it's not realistic historical, but you know, just walking around those cities, you know, from mm. you know, from ancient times, everything. It's it's What's still the really time fun. period that that one focuses on. Well, this this is focusing on. It's like it's not Crusader. It's it's later than that. It's was the Italian like Renaissance yeah. like era, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's um it's Ezio. And um, he's he's still a great character, and it's kind of nice how he's like aged, you know, through the um, through the uh, you know through the games. Yeah, because he's uh, like he's I'm, a wild just... shagger in the in Assassin's Creed too, and by this point he's yeah. a bit more sensible. Aren't there some? Ah, oh, that's he's... why James thinks it's who's the best one. <laughs> Got it. He's a bit created um, by the by <laughs> revelations, but it's still good. It's I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm genuinely enjoying Aren't it. Aren't there so, some a... slightly naff sort of strategy bits? There is, but yeah. you can avoid them, okay. and I've just totally avoided them because yeah, they they have this whole thing where you can like with the map you can control like uh, different dens like around the whole. Uh, around the whole this thing. is the one that I played at that preview event, the weirdest preview event ever. <laughs> uh, go on, sorry. Yeah, so you can you can do yeah you you can like so you, you control the dens by going there and sort of like taking them over by assassinating the den leader, but then if you raise too much awareness of like your behaviour with the with the opposite faction, then they try and take it back. And the way they take it back is through like a tower defence kind of thing, which is awful. Mm. Um, but it's fine because you can just make sure that you don't raise your yeah you know, your level too okay. high, and then that that never happens. So I've just totally avoided that. But it's I know it's, I just I still just love climbing all those towers. I just still I always enjoy that. So it's fine. It's um it's not brilliant, but it's it's fine. I'm just enjoying playing it. So, yeah, yeah I, t- I told the story on Joypod, I think, uh, but I'll tell it again. The uh, preview event for this game, I went with Blake uh, Harrison, the you know, in-betweeners mm-hmm. guy. And um, I said to him, because he rang me up and he said, oh, we've been invited to this like, 
launch thing for the new Assassin's Creed. What, what have you ever been to one of those? I was like, yeah, now you're in my world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get treated like a star. Yeah. But this is now this, let me tell you about these events. I said, they're usually really good. You get free drink, free food and have a bit of a laugh and you play the game for a bit. It's, it's all right. So he said, all right, well, do you want to come? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll go, I'll go with you. And we turned up, we got this cab and it turned up outside this hotel and we walked in and we said, oh, we're here for the, the Assassin's Creed thing. And she was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what you mean like that. I said, I, we're here to put, I don't know, Assassin's Creed, uh, Ubisoft. Or, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, down there, it's the third door and you're right. And I, as we opened the door, I expected there to be like a party set up. There wasn't many people about, so I thought maybe we were like really early or whatever. I thought it was like going to be a proper like sort of party and like uh, canapes and like drink like a bar and everything. We opened the door, there was two consoles, two TVs, five members of staff and no one else. <laughs> and it was this tiny little room with a couple of chairs. And they looked up and went, you all right? I went, yeah. You come to play the game? Yeah. All right, sit down. <laughs> so we sat down and we started playing the game. And like Blake was, the moment they were all busy, Blake turned to me and went, how long have we got to stay here? And I was like, I don't know, I feel awkward. We were there for an hour and a half. <laughs> And I'm going, because we just didn't want to just go, all right, bye. And, and no like, one else was, came in to be just, like, oh, no, I want to play now. No, just nope. <laughs> nope. We just sat there in, in, in this room. It was very quiet. Uh, the developers were like trying to tell us, or the PR people that were there yeah. were trying to tell us what to do, or where to go and that. And we were like, okay, we really want to go now. <laughs> that was the one where um, a football player rung up and said, oh, I can't come, I'm busy. Can I still have the free PlayStation? <laughs> they went well no and they said well I want the free PlayStation alright if you tweet about the game we'll <laughs> send it to you uh, yeah that was that was a really really awkward situation that uh, yeah, bizarre but yeah that was that game James that was mm -hmm. that game that's my story <clears throat> that's my only association with that video game I've never played it properly uh, right okay should we next question uh, right yeah tweets Unless, Matt, no sorry uh, we haven't uh, Matt yeah, you I haven't mean, answered uh, like, have you I mean I, I, have I, you got a list I was asking someone at the office the other day like when's the next big game and there's seemingly nothing for ages I mean it's nice to mm. go after we were saying that last night weren't we James yeah we there's, looked it up there are a couple of Captain things Toad in they're, July. Like, they're like personal stuff that you know I care about but mm. Dave doesn't like yeah. there's new Yakuza coming and there's also Fist of the North Star which <laughs> I'm looking forward to but Apart from that, there's yeah, there's not much else. Yeah, until Red Dead. But but yeah. it's nice to go off the treadmill and not for like you have to play that game or try and play that game because everyone else is talking about it. And yeah, yeah that's why just, I just, can just... play the Banner Saga without yeah. worrying or stressing that I should be playing something else for the for the pod or for myself. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a struggle when you're trying to you know do the pod though, isn't it? Are you like we can't? What is it? Are people going to be coming back in six weeks' time? So I've been playing Onrush. Uh, <laughs> it's a racing game, and it's a lot of fun, guys. Uh, <laughs> why don't you pick it up? It's like £12 now. <laughs> no, the next big one for me is like Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and that's, well, that's September the 14th. Okay. So it's not too far away, but it's still long enough to go, okay, what are we going to do now? Like, what, 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 what are we going to play now? Um, we need to get back into the indie stuff. With, like, there's, mm. there's tons of indie games coming out. Um, so, you know. Hopefully, Microsoft introduced the summer of arcade again. <laughs> uh, bring that, bring that old uh, thing I, back. I haven't played oh, a demo good. yet. It was good. But, um, yeah, it was fantastic. Th there's Octopath Travelers out in July, and I haven't played a demo, but everyone oh, yeah. is freaking out about that game. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I only played the first demo. I've downloaded the second one. Um, yeah, it seems like a very good JRPG. I don't know if I've got time for it. 
It looks gorgeous as well, doesn't it? It does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, really nice art style. And of course, you know, it's it's JRPG, but obviously modern consoles, you can just pause it whenever you want. You know, there's no, <laughs> no fucking around with weird save systems and stuff. So, yeah, potentially, yeah. That helps. Yeah. I, I th- I'll tell you a game that I do need to go back to, Celeste. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I need to go back to that. That is right, on the list. On game of the year, mate. Is uh is on rush on your list? Maybe you should pick up on rush. Yeah, I'd have uh, to, I'd have sure. to buy it first though. And you've yeah, all got it on the wrong it's... bloody console, so I would have no one to play with anyway. Ah, uh, you'd be alright. Sorry, they'll enable crossplay soon. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Right, tweets. Uh, yeah, if you want to tweet us uh, at Computer Game Pod on the Twitter, um, Andy Woods says, "If David Cage turned up at Farley's house one day, what would Farley say to him?" Good. Good question. <laughs> I was thinking this, and I'd probably say to him, please come inside, I have a lot to talk to you about. <laughs> You'd invite <laughs> right, him in. Okay. If you, you, like, he, he might intend to do you harm, James. This is... <laughs> well, do you right, know, I'm gonna... are you going to talk about the After Heavy Rain thing, what you were trying to do, and how it didn't <laughs> well, work no, out? You, what, Matt? What? We know, because... No, because we, did, we uh, spoke about it at a time where we tried to get you an interview, and we got through several levels of PR oh, yeah, yeah. before we were finally rejected. I, I, one of those emails, I so thought we were about to do it, because <laughs> one of us like worded really positively, I'll put you through to the uh, the person in charge. Oh, my God, it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, it's a no. The, the weirdest one was while you were playing Beyond Two... So- no, it was while you were playing Detroit, I think. Yeah. Well, I My phone went off, and it just said... Hey, thanks for um, you know talking about our game. We will definitely check your content out. <laughs> yeah, top, yeah. What? And I opened it up. It was a DM. Matt had DM'd the what is it? What are they called? The Quantic Dream. Quantic Dream. <laughs> the f- fucking links to James's <laughs> streams. And I said, <laughs> and I was like, "What are you really doing? doing?" I really wanted them to like you know get. <laughs> what were they going to do? It. What do you think they were going to do? I don't know. Thinking back on now, I'm not sure. But I just thought, oh, imagine they retweeted it. It's like you know the first stream, and I thought James was all positive, and we're all excited about the game. Positive? And- Have you watched any of my streams? I thought you'd turn over relief because you don't prejudge games. So. <laughs> That's true. But the the, the the thing is, right? Like I know James quite well. And I know that he would have been devastated that that was sent over to them. Like, he'd been cringing his ass off yeah. and thinking about everything he said on those streams and stuff. It's, um, yeah, that was a weird decision to make there, Matt. Well, anyway, they, they didn't retweet us up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, okay, so David Cage walks into your house, right? You sit down. Well, let, let's say, right, was it, do you offer him a drink? Um, I, yeah, I'd probably do that. And then what would I- you do? Like, what would you do? Like, were you thinking alcoholic drink? Are you thinking... Yeah, thinking wine? yeah he's French. It's, yeah, it's got French, wine. You, know. you better make yeah. sure you maybe, got the right maybe, glasses, though, James. I, do you know, I would make sure that I got wine that was very similar to the one that was in Fahrenheit, which looked like uh, <laughs> looked like urine. And so <laughs> okay. I'd, get, right. I'd get one so that you looked would, like that. Right, so you'd sit David Cage down and serve up a bottle of your own piss. <laughs> right, <laughs> we got that. So then, and then I'd sit him down and I'd, I'd switch on the TV and, I, <laughs> and I'd, go to, I'd go to YouTube... And then I'd pick out certain bits from the games that I played. So what's the first bit you pick out? I'd probably pick out probably my favourite one with Blake, uh, you know, doing the whole great glasses thing <laughs> and all that. And then I just I just ask him about you know how he came to the idea of um, you know of this scene and what he thought of it and why he thought it was a good idea. And then also and then I'd, I'd obviously keep playing with that and I'd be showing I'd show that scene where they go to the you know, the guy's house with all the religious symbols up. And I'd just be saying, you know, 
this dialogue. Why did you think this was good dialogue? You know, just I just want to go through a lot of the a lot of the things and uh, yeah, well, just I'd, like in my new detail. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd also want him to do the door thing as well. You know, with the um with the with the controller to see if he could open that door. Uh, that's the other thing I'd, I'd want to see if you could manage make that. him play that bit he of the game. First time, yeah, James. yeah, he'd do it first time. He would like the majority not, he, of the he people that played no that way. game. There's no way he, he, I'd make him do that. And so uh, yeah, and then also I'd just like him to explain the plots of each of his games, and it, where I could just interject and ask him questions about about each plot. Okay, fine, yeah. fine, fair enough, right? But if this is a legitimate situation and you've actually got David Cat, all you've done is coated him off non-stop. You wouldn't even break it up with a bit of... I was going to say, I love how this has gone from like, ooh, David Cage being a bit creepy, just turning up to James' house, to James fucking interrogating him for days. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. What you've done there... My first first question would be, which of your games do you think has been, is the best? You know, which one are you most proud of? My first question would be, how do you know my address? (laughs) Why why are you here? What are you doing here? I'd open the door and go... Matt DM you again? I'd open the door and go, Dave, why? <laughs> Why are you here? Like, what are you doing? Right, but also, you just go, come in, Dave, come in, Dave. Here's a bottle of my own piss, and then shout at the man. Like, <laughs> no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be shouting. I'd be, I, I wouldn't go full Blake. You know, I wouldn't no, go. But like, I know you. You'd have your arms crossed, and you'd be shaking your head like you're looking at a Dave in a mosh pit. <laughs> like it's just, yeah, like, probably. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. I mean, what well, it probably walk out in seconds. You got to ease into it, James. No, but you've got to be able to take criticism. You know, I mean, I'd... <laughs> he's, got... <laughs> he's got to be able to, you know. See, now I'm, I'm just yeah. imagining, you know, the episode of I'm Alan Partridge where he goes to the guy's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, secretly, James has got his face up all over his yeah, walls yeah. Yeah. And he, in this room. Um, right, yeah. uh, Oodles says, I found my Game Boy camera and printer today. It's shit. Any fond memories of strange gaming peripherals? Oh god, uh, nothing like that really. I mean, I the the one that I always wanted when I was a kid was that. I mean, we've spoken about this before, but I don't think I mentioned this. Was the tuner for the Game Gear, the TV tuner? Oh yeah. Like, cause the idea of having like a TV anywhere, like it's nuts, don't like. So when you first you... said that, I totally thought, hang on, well, like, like are we talking sorted or sunflower or like what tuner was even available? Tuner. I, I, I instantly went to the food. Come on, Matt. <laughs> Um, I did though. You said tuna. I was like tuna. Yeah, my Go tuna on. for my Game Gear. Yeah, that's that's what I was talking about. I was talking about the little like my fish. Moment, tuna. Um, no, it was the uh, like. Sometimes you do sit back. And you go, fucking hell, I'm on a bus and just watching Netflix. Like, what the hell's going on? Mm. This is the, like 2018 still weirds me out once in a while. Um, especially with games as well. It's like you, you're sitting at work and you want to buy a game. So you go on your phone and you, you buy it and then you go home and it's on your computer. Like, it's just that that still blows my mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the idea of having this TV tuner on this tiny little screen was so exciting to me. But I never ended up getting one. I was absolutely gutted. See, I had something really similar to that, which was the it was the Play Yan player um, for it was for DS and, and Game Boy oh, Advance. Oh yeah, yeah. This was this was the thing where you could like you could plug it into like a DS or Game Boy Advance, and you could then play. It was I can't, it only played it played MP4 files and ASF files, but and it was that because the thing is, is at the time. I, one of the things I was always impressed about with the PSP was the fact that you could like play all that stuff. Mm. You know, you could like play video and all that kind of thing. And I had a DS, and I really wanted to be able to do the same thing. 
this didn't really do the same thing. Like, not really. <laughs> it, it wasn't that great. It, it was, you know, you put in SD cards. But the problem with it was, was that the resolution that you had to set the video at was so low that it looked awful. Because what, yeah, it, what it is really the looks... resolution on the Game Boy Advance? It's like, it's unbelievable, isn't it? It's like 200 by 160 or something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's just like that. And so, like, you know, and also you had to, like, recode everything, obviously, into, like, the right format, which, you know, that can sometimes take quite a long time and the results were just really poor. But, you know, I, I just really wanted that, and but it wasn't that good. Fortunately, it was really cheap. It was only about... Well, speaking about, of the DS, what was the, the, the... Couldn't you get a... You got a browser, right? Yeah, there was the, the DS. that as well. Yeah, that was yeah, the... Um, so did I, yeah, yeah. and it coming out little memory thing. Yeah. But, but like, what was... Why? <laughs> well, because at the why time, that was... That? That because that was kind of it wasn't pre iPhone, but it was before like iPhone had really like mm. you know or like Android phones had really like blown up. And the idea that you could have like you know like a browser and stuff was it was pretty cool. You know that you yeah, could, but like, did use... you ever try and use it? It was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that great, but it was still better than, than nothing. At the t- it was still it was still better than like browsers on mobile phones at the time. <laughs> whap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whenever I was talking about, whap. it's really funny. Like you forget whap. that we had this really shitty period of like device convergence where like when phones yeah. first got cameras and they were dog shit and like say the you know cons- like handheld consoles started doing like media playback but again it wasn't very good they tried to do internet stuff wasn't very good and it was like like no i just want one thing that's a phone one thing that plays games one thing that's a camera i mean you know we're there now like you know those things have all sort of merged and it basically works but it was they were shit for a long time <laughs> They were, yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's so funny how I mean, like I know this is like old men talking or whatever, but uh, I, I think I've said this before. But when you were a kid and your parents would say, "Oh, we didn't have TVs then," and you go, "What? <laughs> you didn't have t- life without TV? What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> now we, we're in that situation where we could turn around to our kids and grandkids and go, "Yeah, I know the internet weren't really available yeah. then." Well, we didn't have internet until we were like a little bit older, and it, it, it's the same with phones as well. Like my first phone, I just remember because we were chatting about this at work the other day, like our first mobile phones that we had. And my first phone had text messaging, mm. right? So it wasn't like those really ancient mm. ones, but it did have te- off. text messaging in it, right? It could hold ten text messages, and you would get a little message, uh, "Inbox full, please delete <laughs> to read text." And it was like, so imagine that. I mean, I haven't deleted a text. For about four years, <laughs> I've got like texts on my phone, like from fucking ages ago. I remember ago. when my, my dad got um, his first smartphone, and he was like, "Like, oh yeah, how do you delete text messages on it to make room?" I was like, "Dad, that's not you don't do that anymore. That's yeah, not a thing anymore. <laughs> that's not a thing anymore. You don't have to save every kilobyte. <laughs> you, it's not that. Do you remember when getting a text message was really special, and now you can't get your phone oh, to gosh, fucking yeah. shut up? That's that's what I remember about dating when I was yeah. like first dating when I was I say dating like when I was sixteen or whatever and you first had a girlfriend yeah. and God the the insane like anxiety and excitement <laughs> once you got a text message yeah, from oh, them yeah. was like, also in those Whoa. days you didn't have like red receipts and also you you, you didn't have a little icon when you knew they were mm. typing yeah it was just totally said, well, obscured it's been seven but minutes there's also now. the fact that every yeah, time God. someone texts you you're like they've spent 10p to do this it's got to, it's got to be something yeah. big it's got to yeah, be- it's <laughs> got to be good oh no it's just i'm fine xx <laughs> well still the xx is there so i'm happy but still did you so you know you, you, know, you had a limited number of messages that you could store did you but otherwise it went at 20p i ain't spending 20p <laughs> on a text <laughs> but you know like yeah so you could only store so many messages so basically you'd, you'd mostly keep on top of it and delete ones but there'd be a couple from a girl that you liked that you'd always keep oh, hold definitely. of definitely 
<laughs> Definitely save those there. They weren't going anywhere. Oh, I never had them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the ones, the ones, um, the ones that I kept were ones from Mum saying, "Oh, uh, get home safe." <laughs> I used to read I remember them. when I first when me. networks like started doing tariffs where text were just free, and I remember like. I was like Billy Big Bollocks because I was one of the first to have it. And I would just text mates are in the same room with like stupid jokes and stuff. And they're like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. What an extravagant thing to do. Um, but- <laughs> <laughs> also, the introduction of Bluetooth yeah. was hilarious because when Bluetooth first came around, it was literally only used for sending horrific <laughs> like videos to yep. each other. Horrific. Yep. Everyone's seen them. We've all seen what happened to that f- American football. <laughs> like, well, it's all that sort of shit. You get it and you go, oh, fucking hell. You've got Bluetooth. I've got a video for you. <laughs> like, it's like, it just, it was awful, awful yeah. shit. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, strange gaming peripherals. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, w- w- one of mine, right? And I thought it was called a jog con, but I've just Googled it and it's not what I'm thinking okay. about at all. So, I thought it's called a jog con, but actually, it, I, basically, what I thought was basically that PlayStation controller, I think it's for Ridge Racer that you twisted. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. was like, what, but I've just Googled it and actually, that was actually called the Neg con because a jog con is basically, it looks like a PS, like, for a PS2 controller, but in the middle was like a massive, like, um, dial that you turn left to right and that was like I guess one of the early analog sticks but I, anyway forget oh, that God, I really yeah, wanted the, the twisty um, what do you call it you used to have, I used to have one of those on the Atari 2600 if you talk about that it was like a, yeah it's a dial thing that you hold in one hand and you played some yeah. Jedi it, things yeah. so, it's awful yeah, the Jogcon actually came out for Ridge Razor Type 4 but uh, yeah for some reason I was thinking about the ne- yeah, Nacon anyway I really wanted one of those really wacky controllers yeah. for some reason well, who had the best memory card was it like, because the PS2 one was always flaky as fuck. I, I always write like the really, the, like the N64 one that you loaded in like a fucking gun magazine <laughs> yeah. into your controller. That was the business, right? Oh, you're going to say Dreamcast. You did that with the, the rubble controller, Dave. Oh, yeah. You know, when you're like playing Goldeneye, just slap that rubble yeah, yeah, controller. Yeah. I was, I'm <laughs> just thinking, the, the rumble pack and the memory card in the same thing. Because they, they used to get third party ones that had both of them, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah well, but, it was, it was weird because the, what's it called? The, um, not that many games actually supported the memory card for for N64 because you could store stuff on the cart or yeah, on the cartridge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you imagine that. Like you're living in a world where you're playing a game and you've got to decide whether having the feedback of Rumble or <laughs> starting again every fucking time. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, what I love about the PS, the two, the PS. I think it's PS one. It might be PS one, but definitely PS two was like it had like memory blocks. Yeah. So I was like, oh well, I've got like fifteen or whatever, or twenty or whatever, however many there were five. I don't know. And it's like, okay, I guess I have to delete that. That save from the bouncer that <laughs> that's gone now and I'll never I need, forget I I, like, I'll never Fanta forget getting a PS2 else. without a memory card and hearing the opening to GTA uh, GTA 3 over and over and over again that Misty quest uh, we, uh, like the mission at the start it was just like oh my god we need a memory card so I don't have to hear yeah. hey, it <laughs> like every time I turn a fucking game on uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Is you could can you tell we're feeling no, time? No, it's fine. I, uh, no, I was yeah. just going to say I had uh, shitty dance mats for the PS2. That was a good laugh. Yeah, I had dance mats. I wore them to yeah. uni. Yeah, I love. Well, them like the pla- plastic ones where we could fill that you could fill the wire with. Well, your they were feet just yeah, they were just like, like sort of fabric, sort of plasticky fabric yeah, ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just shite. But I mean, but they were like dance mats revolution. I had the Mario. You know, do you remember the Mario Mix one that came out for GameCube? No, I don't. No, there was there was dancing stage Mario mix came What's out. What's that fucking um, I had I, dancing stage Disney was, mix, mate? It was bloody awful. <laughs> like there was 
There was a Mario one that came out, and it was actually good, yeah. and I owned that. And then I lent it to my nephews, because I thought, because they were just starting to get into mm. games. Their dog destroyed it, <laughs> and I, I was actually quite annoyed about that. Because yeah. it's like, it's, you know, it was it was a nice pack, like the whole thing. <laughs> How old were you? Well, when I got it. No, like when, when it got destroyed. Uh, I was about 23, I think. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, like, didn't the parents step in and go, whoa, 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 hold on. No. But, uh, no, if you're 23, they ain't going to do I that. I mean, speaking of fond memories, I mean, James one of my, very if upset. I think about fond memories, my, the one that comes to mind instantly is I mean, you, Dave, playing, like, Connect Sports 2, was it? Until, oh, like, God, yeah. It was no, New it was, Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. Playing, like, three or four in the morning, playing, I guess, golf or darts or darts was, was, the, was one. It the second one. Yeah, it was the darts. Yeah, that was. Yeah. That that was. I mean, I know Connect got like a rough ride, but I love the. I love both of the Connect sports games and uh, Dance Central and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. That's, that's easy. My most my fondest memory of that sort of random Connect stuff. Brilliant, indeed. Right, okay. Tom Doughty, who would make for a better romantic partner, Wario or Waluigi? Oh, I mean, uh... that's got to be Wario. I mean, that neither neither. I mean, Why? I don't know. Waluigi just seems. Fucking creepy in comparison. Like what? Mario's yeah, an he idiot, does, right? but, but he's—I don't know—he's got Waluigi. Like in all the stuff with his tennis yeah. and stuff, he's got flowers and that. Oh, that's true. It's true. Shit. I think so, you like, might be. He might turn up with some flowers once yeah. in a while. Whereas Wario just be a dickhead turning up on his bike, <laughs> like revving it around. The bird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I think I'd... I think Wario would show you a better time. I think you could have fun. I with think him. Yeah, I think he'd be legitimately yeah. good fun. Like what? We'd be like going out yeah, with you. Go into more detail, James. Same. It bit, what, what, Wario Mario. is definitely a better night out than Waluigi. Yeah. Surely. I, that is, yeah, I think you're right with that one. <laughs> I do think you're right with that one. Um, I can't imagine any of them being a preferred choice over anyone else on the planet. No, there though. is that. So, and they're not even on the planet. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Right, uh, Darren Gargan. Mm. He says, with Sean Bell getting more appearances on Kane and Rince than the rest of you combined, but also starting the excellent data beast, are you worried he'll do a dance and chase the numbers? I mean, the obvious answer is this. I mean, I don't know if you've seen how many subscribers data beast has got. I don't think we've broke 300 yet. So if I was... Yeah, that, I was about yeah. to say, you are chasing the numbers. Well, that's, that's why you're on TCGS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did do something with like that because Andy like, tweeted a picture showing the difference between like Midnight Resistance and Data Beast and how yeah. like, Data Beast had one more. Yeah. I've got to admit, I did go in and then subscribe to Midnight Resistance <laughs> on purpose. Just... <laughs> No way! Thanks, Did you really, thanks, yeah. James? <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's bring that. Let's make them massive. <laughs> um, um, what else? Oh yeah, last one. Um, Zoe, Hutt. hold on. Before okay, we yeah, move yeah, on, yeah, right? Yeah. When he was saying about, oh yeah, you've you've been on Kane and Rince more times than any of us else, else yeah. combined, right? It, even if I didn't know us, like I'd just have to listen to one show and say, who's more likely to be on Kane and Rince? <laughs> well, it's Sean, isn't it? It's Sean. Now, make of that what you will. I'm not going to spell it out for you. It's not a no, compliment. No. <laughs> well, I'm really anxious because in go. a couple of weeks I'm doing the Braid episode and they've warned me that I'm there as the positive voice. So I think I'm going to get fucking torn to shreds. Oh, How great. can you be negative about well, I Braid? I don't know. We'll, we'll find out, I guess. I'll find a way. Um, oh, it's a fantastic yeah. game. Uh, James, are you on that one as well? No. Oh, Why would yeah, James I know you love Jonathan Blow. I just thought... Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll oh, yeah. <laughs> we really snapped up for that one. Blocked by Jonathan. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah, have forgotten I was blocked by Jonathan Blow. <laughs> just, just for a sarcastic I, I, I tweet. It when you found out and you went, Dave, I don't understand why he even knows who I am, let alone why he's blocked me. Oh yeah, James, <laughs> because you texted, you kept messaging him about Gears of War. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
oh yeah, I did do that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> totally forgot. Uh, <laughs> right, uh, last one. Zoe Harwood says, why is Matt so bloody awesome? Oh. I mean... Got a fan, Matt, finally. Short memory. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, taken, I, did she not enough. hear the whole serial theft saga? That's what it is. Maybe that's like, that's like, that is actually a prick. Guys. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, like I mean, Matt has definitely had like Let quite me... a, like he's had a pretty good face turn the last sort of few months. Finishing Dark Souls, taking all the E3 stuff really well. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's doing well. So I think if you were only taking the last couple of months into account, um, yeah, he's, he's doing good, all right. Yeah. But go back and listen to the episode where he stole food from my son. <laughs> that, uh, well. What else was there? Debate. There was something else when they, he lied about completing the yeah. game. Uh, uh, well, sneaky edits to yeah, the show okay. to make other people seem worse. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. that happened. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. bad. There was more as yeah. well. I can't remember, but basically, there's so many things I've actually lost yeah. count. But um, I mean, I, I'm, and... aren't I widely regarded as a bad boy of British podcasting? <laughs> so maybe that's <laughs> well, maybe you have that's to get it. your bandana in like a chain. Mom, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, please oh. wear that at EGX. Oh, such a bad boy. Yeah, I'm going to wear it to an EGX. EGX show. You turn up with like a tattoo on your arm, <laughs> like a chain, stubble. Well, you've got a beard, but you know, well, chain it I down to stubble. To stubble. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That'd two dragons. Class. Two dragons tattoo on my back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vest. That's fine, yeah. Did, yeah, James, you said what gift you got recently, right? What was that? The yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You didn't mention that. Fuck. All right. Okay. That's it yeah. then, right? Well, listen. I'm sorry. It's been a, a less rowdy one and a bit of a, a yeah, bit of a, a a break from the norm. Sub- subdued. The, uh, it's the word I would use. But I've quite enjoyed yeah, yeah. it. I quite enjoyed that little trip down memory lane. No, towards yeah. the end there. Um, and uh, Matt, do you want to do your your stuff? That people fast yeah, forward. I mean, the important thing is that our Kickstarter ends in two days' time. So if you want uh, either an embroidered polo shirt with the uh, logo or a T-shirt with a printed logo on the front, go to our Twitter account. There's a pinned tweet that got a link to Kickstarter or just search the Computer Game Show Kickstarter on the website, on their website, of course. Um, yeah, we'd um, yeah, love, you, love you to pledge and, and, and get a T-shirt or, or polo shirt. Uh, so yeah, two days to go, so don't miss out. Um, we're also doing a live show at EGX in September, so so if you're in the area or want to go to the area to see us do a live show, we're playing on Saturday, 22nd of September, 5 to 7. You just need a day ticket if you want to go see us. Um, that's that. We're also on every podcast service known to man. So Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the lot. We've got a Discord. Uh, just, I think you go to bit.ly slash TCGS Discord. That'll take you there. Um, and that's it. We also really appreciate and really, you know, we'd love a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us go up the charts and potentially more people would listen to our show. Uh, and that's about it. Thank you ever so much. Remember, yeah, uh, yeah, the CGX show, we've really got to start focusing on that because that's going to come up on us really quickly, Matt. We, we do need yeah, some sort of idea for it, don't we? I, think we... <laughs> I don't think we do. Like, I was chatting to James about this last yeah. night. I think it went really well when we just did <laughs> that's our show. That's true, yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping that it'll be similar. I mean, do, but do you we... know what I think we should do? We're thinking about this too. So obviously we did the red show and we're like, okay, we can't say like do follow up and like be our, our, potentially our normal, uh, our, our usual show where, you know, there's argument stuff. But we did our res. I think this one was just go full blown usual show yeah. and see what happens. All right. Well, I'm up it's for that. family friend. I mean, obviously we can't swear. What? But, Please. Uh, pl- yeah, no, we can't swear. We, please come along. Please come along because we want to see yeah, you yeah. there. We really want to also, see you there. Also, uh, re- um, regarding yeah, the Kickstarter, I recently had to replace my wife's engagement ring. So all donations gratefully received. <laughs> Whoa, what's that? Why? It's fucking broke. 
I mean, oh, she shit. was on a hen weekend and she claimed she wasn't. Di- well, yeah, Ooh. I know. Struggling ah. to get it off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she fancied the strip. Yeah, so, yeah, that was a, yeah. a purchase that I wasn't planning on. So, um, yeah. Right. If you want to buy Sean's wife yep. an engagement ring, she's open <laughs> to offer us the ring or give us some money. How broken is it? Because mine's my see my wedding ring's broken, but I've just left it <laughs> for like for a very long time. I do. You know, I did try and fi- I fixed it for a bit with a soldering yeah. iron, but it's it's still you not. Can't yeah, it's can't imagine right. you doing that. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I can't <laughs> imagine you doing that. <laughs> Yeah. Also, you said soldering iron. I imagine sort of full blown welding outfit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like, like Homer Simpson at the like intro. Like Simpson in Anvil. Yeah. Yeah. Sparks yeah. everywhere in the garage. <laughs> the garage. Like, dipping it in oil. Watch and out! You might hit the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Thanks for yeah. living it. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.